Welcome to the Pod Bay Door. Hello, everybody. Thanks for joining us. This is the Pod Bay Door. You can join us every Tuesday for info on the newest tech movies, games, and, of course, our base of operations, Las Vegas. Sit back, relax, and have some fun, and maybe gain some interesting and useful information along the way. You can find us on iTunes Podcast at the Pod Bay Door. Our YouTube channel is the Pod Bay Door Podcast, or you can find us on any of your favorite podcast apps. If you like subscribing to things and clicking buttons, well, just start mashing now. Uh, you'll absolutely love the Pod Bay Door, and uh, we keep track of everything, so please do that, and we'll uh, give you a big thank you. Uh, this is Jamie. Sam is at uh, his trusty producer station behind the scenes. How you doing, Sam? Good. How you guys doing? Good. He's a little bit further back today, so we'll uh, make sure he's okay. And we welcome back Adam, fresh off a week-long film gig and a birthday. Which is why you don't see Adam on camera today. Due to technical difficulties. Technical difficulties with tequila. Yes. But happy we birthday. all love tequila. Happy <laughs> birthday to me. Happy birthday. 30, 32. Yes, sir. 30, well, you should know better. <laughs> right. Tequila should not be drinking after like 25. That's right. So the so, reason uh, the reason Sam uh, uh, Adam's not on camera today is because he needs a little bit of a break. Sprawl that on the floor. That's right. <laughs> He's actually right I have here. The microphone <laughs> under the table right now. <laughs> actually, what the problem is uh, the sun's too loud today. Every single light's just a little too loud. It's very loud. <laughs> and returning to the studio is John Thorpe. Hi, John. John is our uh, our roving heavy metal and social conscience reporter. Uh, um, John, we're going to have you update uh, uh, Los Rages for the last time and tell us okay. what, what what went on. And sure. then you were supposed to go to Slayer, yeah? Yes. Did you already go? No, that's not until uh, August. August. Okay. We're playing at the Joint along okay. with uh, Lamb of God and Behemoth. Okay. Okay. Excellent. Good Excellent. choices. Good choices. Um, Let's get John up there. Uh, well, thanks for being here, John. We really appreciate it. Well, thanks for having me. Yeah, I mean, what you, what's your shirt today? Uh, a Motorhead. Motorhead. Ace of Spades. Eight's Las Vegas, right? Oh, yeah. Ace of Spades. Yeah, Spades. Nice. Rest song. in peace, Lemmy. Is anybody in... Uh, Lem? Lem's dead. Yeah, Lemmy's dead. Is anybody... Are the, uh, the rest of the band still alive? They're still alive, but, you know, without Lemmy, there's no more Lemmy, I'm sorry. Yeah, uh, okay. th th that, that was it? Yeah. Lemmy dies and that's it? Yeah, there's only three guys, so... Okay, because yeah. I know uh, uh, I filmed them over at the... Uh, the Venetian. They did a, a, a special concert for some conference I was doing. Really? Yeah. Oh, cool. Yeah. But um, hey, a big thank you to our new listeners in Tennessee and Delaware. Uh, love to see you guys out there. Uh, we really appreciate everybody clicking in and downloading. So uh, hi out there, Tennessee, Delaware. Uh, you know, we have different sections here uh, with uh, Pod Bay Door, um, and this is not one of them. But I, I, I'm, every once in a while I pick out some things that just irritate the shit out of me, and here's one of them. Uh, the, the title on the rundown is what ha has happened to our gas stations and John, uh, John represent, well, you're the oldest here at the, yeah. in the studio. So, yeah. so, um, and, uh, I recently went to a gas station and I still remember full service, uh, gas stations. Yeah. Uh, you know, where, where the guy would run out. I mean, they don't have the little paper hats and the white, white uniforms anymore, but they would run out. They would offer to do things. And of course, you know, check your oil. And check your oil. Yeah. The time. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Come back in Florida too. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, uh, it was, it was nice. Now, okay. That went by the wayside because, uh, it, as soon as people stopped tipping. Yeah. Stop, stop tipping. And it became, um, 
people were very time conscious. They don't want to spend that much time while the guy cleans their windows. Um, so I understand that going away, and, and I understand that I'm, I'm old to even remember that. But now I went into the gas station, and half of the problem is, is the credit card, debit card thing. The machines, because of the chips now, can't r- recognize if it's a credit or debit card. And so what's the first thing you do? Because, again, we're time conscious, I'm, I'm rushing to get some gas and rushing out to do something else. Well, what's the first thing that happens? Put in the card, every, uh, you know, blah, blah, blah. You know, it's like a video game now. You have to enter in 40 different things. And then, oh, no, see the attendant. Well, bullshit. You know, now I have to go in and discuss this. And this is what this is why I made this is what really drives me nuts. Grinds you can, your gear? You, what's that? It grinds your gear? It grinds my gears. Well, that's later. No, my ge- no, these are yeah, stripped. We're just starting, Sam. My my, my 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 gears are stripped on this one. I you can't go in and say fill her up, Joe. Yeah. Yeah. You can't do it anymore. They, they you absolutely cannot tell them fill her up and come back in. Now I understand there's whole different uh, problem with credit cards and everything else. People People stealing gas, but good lord, what happened to my gas station? I mean, yeah. uh, again, you should be able to go in and say fill her up, go fill her up, and then then you have to come back in, go back into the store, and then th- that's where the ancillary sales should happen. You get your Twinkies, you get your sorry, Adam. <laughs> you just as went, long as you don't say tequila, he went, he went green. Tequila Twinkies. <laughs> um, now you get your Twinkies, you Blech. pay for your gas and everything else, and and it's gone. It's gone. Yeah. The only reason the attendants are there are, are to shut off the pump when people well, drive you off. You know what's interesting is when I lived, before I moved back to Las Vegas, so this just goes back about six years. Right. And I was living in southern Washington. Okay. But I was right on the state line between Washington and Oregon. Right. Oregon does not have self-service gas stations. They're all full service. Really? Yeah. Washington's like it is here. Okay. So you would go there if you filled up with gas, but you had to remember because sometimes, you know, you're, you're just going across the river. Right. So you go to the state line, you'd get out, put gas in the car, on guy run out, hey, put that down because you're not allowed to pump your own gas in Oregon. Really? Yeah. And the, actually the gas price, because again, <laughs> it, it was a job for yeah. somebody to do, reach out and they would they would fill the gas and the gas prices Wait, were so cheaper. So you're not allowed to pump your own gas? That's right. That they, they don't have... Um, they didn't have self-service. So a guy would come out and, no, I'll do that for you. Because you'd have to remind people, you'd, get, you'd forget where the hell you were at. Right, right. And the other thing I noticed when I came back uh, to, the, to the States, I'd been in Japan a long time, so I hadn't really gone to gas stations. Mm-hmm. And I go into a gas station and uh, I, I looked at the tire and I thought, I need to put some air in it. Mm-hmm. Right? So I look around, I can't find the air uh, station. So mm-hmm. I go inside and I, ask to, I look around. And I see, I said, well, where's the air we don't have any. I said, you're selling your fucking donuts, man, but you don't have air and it's a gas station? What do I, where do I get the, do I go to Krispy Kreme and ask them, do they got air? Well, you know, the gas station is selling donuts. So does that mean the donut shop has got air for my tire? You know, you know and, and, and I know that the, 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 they'd be very quick to say it's because of gas theft and so on and so forth, which is why all of their service um, uh, procedures have changed. Uh, but uh, you know, it, it, it where whereas they would say it's because now the credit card machines are for convenience, the no longer having full service is for com- convenience and speed. Well, it's not. It's not speedy when I swipe my card and have to go in to talk to the guy anyway. Yeah. And they can't just say fill her up. They have I have to guess how much my car is taking, and I actually have one of the one of the um, uh, uh, the e cars where I can d- choose gas 
we'll get into that whole thing at some point. But um, bring back our gas stations, John. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Hey, um, keep those comments and show suggestions coming in. We love them all. Last week's Las Vegas questions uh, uh, were so popular with our listeners. Uh, we got so many uh, um, comments, uh, even comments on the street here in Las Vegas. Uh, we, we decided to include a couple more for today, especially because John's here and has a, a great history with me regarding uh, Las Vegas. Um, there is a show at the Bellagio called O. Oh, it is a, a produced uh, by Cirque du Soleil, which is a uh, French-Canadian uh, acrobatic troupe, generally speaking. Uh, but it's called O, oh, and it's uh, based around a large pool of water. It's, it's a fantastic show. It's, it is truly a spectacular uh, show. But uh, uh, <laughs> when John and I were working as concierge and would assist people in purchasing tickets for O, oh, uh, one of the questions that, that was um, uh, dealt with, you purchased uh, t- tickets that were relatively near the pool. Well, uh, many times people would say, when it says wet seats to O at the Bellagio, does it mean you're we're in the pool? <laughs> yes, it, totally. You're, you go and submerge. No. Y- yes. We, we <laughs> patrons are not swimming in the pool. Wet seats refer to the fact that uh, there are seats in the in the front of the area near the pool that would be splashed. Now it's not like Shamu, you know. They, right. <laughs> you yeah. know, there are giant waves well, of water t- coming out of the pool. Technically, to be fair, there's one Shamu and O. Like he runs around, he's a big fat guy. So technically, there's well, kind of, yes. sort of. Yeah, he's not doing cannonballs. In that. <laughs> <laughs> there's, there's no doing a terrible <laughs> error in the show. Uh, but uh, no, no, patrons do not sit in the pool. They don't swim in the pool. It's just little droplets of water. Uh, but of course, they charge more. Didn't they? Yeah. Yeah, remember yeah. that? They charge yeah, more they for charge wet seats. More. Oh, yeah. yeah. And they're not even the best seats to view the show because you're too close, no. really. Yeah, yeah very much. Back. Yeah, Las Vegas uh, auditoriums are extremely small. They, um, they're a lot like New York. Uh, actually, a little bigger than New York, but uh, they're they're much smaller. Um, but as you mentioned for Las Vegas, yeah, um, they uh, the Las Vegas theaters tend to have a lot of um, partial view seats, uh, meaning that uh, there's a sound booth in front of you or a yeah. column in front of you, and you'll actually pay a discounted price. Um, I've never had one of those, but. Uh, uh, now, you had one in Las Regis? Well, the way that Las Regis was set up for, for VIP was they had two stages. They had, mm-hmm. a, they had a big stage, they had a small stage. Okay. And then the bands would alternate so that there really was no waiting around right. between, between music acts. So they, right. one band would be on the small stage, and as soon as they were done, maybe five, ten minutes later, the mm-hmm. other band mm-hmm. on the other stage, I gave people a chance to walk over mm-hmm. to, the other, to the other stage. Okay. Um, so they had a special viewing area because what they did is they set it up in the street, right. right? They blocked it off. So pretty much what might be the sidewalk, they put up a wall. Mm-hmm. And the people that had access to VIP seats were, there's no seat you're standing, but, but they, could, they could go basically on the sidewalk and get right up alongside the stage okay. where everyone else is kind of then scrunched in the middle, mm-hmm. which is fine. But you, know, you listen to that. And like I said, oh, I'm no longer into moshing. I like the, I like the music, I like the rock to it, but I don't want to get thrown around like a beach <laughs> ball <laughs> at a Dodger game. You know? <laughs> Were you into moshing at some point in your life? <laughs> no, because it wasn't around when, you know, when I was going to concerts and when no, I was 18 or 19, we, they didn't do that. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, so, yeah, uh, know. so they had this, so it was really nice for the small stage. But for the big stage, you were too far off to the side where they had the big speakers and everything. And yeah, you really couldn't see anything unless you got in the back and they had another platform, Mm -hmm. which you could see. But now you're kind of far away. 
So uh, if they, they really needed to improve that for okay. the that viewing area for the right, for the right. for the big stage for the uh, small stage it was fine. So what, was what it worth the, the money? Yeah. What day did you go, John? I went both days. It was a Friday and a Saturday. Nice. Yeah. So it was, it was two days, and it, when the tickets first went on sale, you had to buy them for both. I think yeah. they sold single day tickets um, after that. Yeah, they sold single day passes near the end. But beginning it was uh, a pair. Yeah. But then there's like the levels of VIP and all that. Yeah. Yeah, it so sounded for, like a good lineup. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it was good. I mean, I think it was worth. I mean, when you think about, um, you know, there were like six bands each day. Yeah. Um, and you know, for me, my highlight, the highlight for me was Anthrax. Nice. Yeah, and I got a guitar pick. No they, way. I did. He flicked it out, and uh, Joey uh, Belladonna, the lead singer, right? He takes a guitar pick. He flicks it out in the stage, and they came on at 10 p.m. So it was dark and nobody could see it, but I felt it. It hit me in the shoulder. Yeah. <laughs> what the hell? So I get out the cell phone, look down there, and there it is right at my feet. Nice. You're yeah. going to frame it. Got it. You know, so <laughs> so then the kid says, hey, I felt something hit me in the head. And we couldn't find that one. We think it hit him in the head and then it glanced back the gotcha. second one he threw out. How was uh, Godsmack? Oh, they were great. Now, it was funny is that, you know, uh, when they were really popular going back into, you know, 15 years ago. Yeah, the early 90s. Yes, they yeah. had they had their... their um, um, you know, they're, they're girls that really liked them. And yeah. now they're all middle-aged and fat. <laughs> yeah, that, that, that's what happens. But that's what happens. every bit is dream, energy. Well, that's, that's unacceptable. <laughs> yeah. I've seen those guys <laughs> twice in concert, and they bring uh, the energy yes. big time. So oh. it was, was it worth the VIP fee? I'm not going to say how much you spent, but yeah. was yeah. it worth it, that, that extra money? Yeah, I, th I think if I would have gotten the next level down, it was, they had gold and silver. I, silver would have been just fine, but they were sold out. When mm. I got there, so I had to go gold. It came with a T-shirt and a poster. Oh, okay. Um, and then, of course, I get to bond with my kid, you yeah, know, nice. so that's kind of priceless. Over so that's anthrax. kind of value anthrax. in itself. That's it, yeah. So oh, we got to go to a vegan restaurant together, you know. Bonding over anthrax, that's very, yes, that's very right. Norman Rockwell. <laughs> it's it's so, it's so, so millennial. <laughs> that's right. I'm kidding, I'm kidding. Yeah. Millennials uh, don't know who anthrax is. <laughs> <laughs> well, here's another one. Here's another question that um, uh, I still snicker about. Uh, and this happened way more often than than I than I, I I've, all of my colleagues have a, a related story, but the the person would come up. In this case, it was a woman. She was a woman, and I'm really upset, which was normally the opener for anything anybody that yeah. came to the concierge. They're always pissed off. I'm really it. upset. My key doesn't work now. I, I will say that they're oftentimes, because of our new key systems, um, uh, and by the way, keep your keys away from your, your credit cards. It and does, your cell phones. It, it does, yeah. And your cell phones. It demagnetizes them, and you have to go down to the front desk. So that happens a lot. So I thought that's what it was. Well, <laughs> uh, 20 minutes later, after, after being just lambasted by this, this woman and getting all these people involved, we, we come to the conclusion and f realize when she shows us the other side of her key, which usually has a graphic of the hotel, she's not staying with us. Yeah. She's at the she's at Harrah's. Yeah. Congrats. And she, she and her Congrats. drunken Genius. stupor wandered into the Venetian. <laughs> so so that that's always a fun one. So the, and of course this I it was me. I had to say this is not your hotel, ma'am. So uh, go away. Uh, and then lastly uh, on the questions. Uh, uh, this is specific to where John and I worked at the Venetian Hotel. Uh, uh, in the Grand Canal shops, which are these luxurious uh, overpriced shops uh, on the second floor of the Venetian uh, shopping area, um, they have a, a man-made uh, river 
um, that looks like uh, the the Venice canals with the gondolas with the gondolas yep. and the, and the gondolas are are floating through. Uh, it's a lovely thing to do. It's not very long, but invariably, almost daily, uh, someone would ask John and I, "Do the gondolas take you to, to your, your room?" room. Oh, oh, Somehow they defy gravity. Somehow, yes, the water doesn't sweet, fall. Actually. That's yeah. right. They start on the second floor, elevate thirty-five floors up. There you are at room two twelve. You got that oh, upward flowing river right here. Uh, exactly. exactly. Working at the Players Club <laughs> over there, I did my best not to laugh every time people say gondolas. Yeah. I'm yeah. like, it's, it's gondola. It's not that hard. But yeah. you know, you know where you know these folks are from the Midwest. So they say, yeah. "Hey, how much is them, how about gondola- them gondolas? How yeah. much is them gondola rides? Yeah. The last long time." Yeah. I got a flume ride once. Really? Really? Yeah. The flume oh, ride, yeah, the log flumes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, absolutely. Yeah, you know the other one I used to get people say, "You don't have a thirteenth floor here, do you?" I said, "No, we do. We call it the fourteenth, <laughs> but it's the thirteenth floor." Go we on, all know that. Yeah, yeah, no, we 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 yeah, we're in keeping with that. We don't have the superstitious. Floors. Yeah, it's terrible. But uh, we, yeah, we, uh, log flume, uh, log ride. The, it- the no, here's here's one to go along with you, Sam. The Italian log ride. Oh man, oh, yeah. oh. I, that that and, was fun. Yeah. I'm sorry, guys. I know you're not. Sh- you're trying to break the stereotype, but proposing on the gondola is not original anymore. It, oh, it was not original, like after the first year of the gondola rides at the Venetian Palazzo. Like, yeah, I mean it's a shopping mall. That's what it is. And yeah. people would want to get married. We want to get married here. I said, you're getting married in front of a shoe store. With, you're, with you're, tourists walking around with fans. You want to get married in front of Nathan's hot dog? Like, is that what you yeah, remember? Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. But uh, again, not not to say if you've never been to Las Vegas, yeah. it is it is a, a a point of interest. I highly recommend it. But 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 be, common sense, folks. You know. But it's a ride, just like it's any other like roller coaster. That's right. It's overpriced and everything. But well, the, right. the one good part is they sing to you. I mean, yeah, that's, that's right. That's yeah. about it. That's right. Yeah. You know, last week you you had talked about, and I was laughing when I when you and Julie were talking about um, Siegfried and Richard. Yes. <laughs> I don't know why it is. You know, maybe, you know, they have a street here in Las Vegas now called Roy Horn. Right. Yes. Yeah. And uh-huh. I, maybe they named it after him because he was the guy who always seemed to get dissed. Yes. Right. I got Siegfried and Wah. One time I said, no, he's German. Yeah, he's, he's not French Canadian. Canadian. <laughs> um, uh, the other the other one that I got the most, <coughs> Sigmund and Freud. Yes. Are you yes. serious? Oh, I got yeah. that oh. a lot. How do you laugh? Freud. How do you yes. keep a straight yes. face? It's difficult. That's close enough. <laughs> yeah. And also we had... Um, we had uh, uh, Michael Flatley. Remember that? Yes, the, Lord, uh, Lord of the Dance. Lord of yes. the Dance. I got Lord of the Rings. Lord of the Flies. <laughs> Lord of the Flies. <laughs> yeah, That's right. The guy Lord who the plays flies. Piggy. Yeah. That's yeah. right. Sigmund but and Freud. You, you know, got to bring your mom, though, with the Sigmund and Freud. Yes, right. <laughs> and there's a couch and everything. You get to lay down. and Yeah. Um, oh, Lord. Perfect. I'll yeah, take one of those. There was, right. there was some taxi cab, some taxi driver lore about yeah. Roy. This is an old story that used to be told years ago. Okay. Long before he was uh, had the, the, the run-in with the with the, the tiger, okay. was that he had died and was replaced by his cousin and nobody said anything. It was like all secret. Now, why they would have to do that, who knows, but taxi cab drivers would f- pass this story around. And it was interesting because, of course, if you've seen their show, they don't really talk very much. No, but yeah. but, but I, I would I, I take exception to that because I, I there have been many news reports with with Roy in it and yeah. he was quite infirmed. So, uh, but he was still walking, and he, yeah. He had a, so this was I'm mean, actually long before those. Oh, long before. He, oh, long he before. had died prior to. Yes, oh, prior, like okay. in the like in the in the 80s. Okay. And I, now I knew a guy. I know two guys that knew Siegfried and Roy. Mm-hmm. 
And, you know, one of the guys told me, no, I know him really well. I know him since he came into town. Right. You know, uh, Siegfried is really the laid back one. Sure. When he's not on stage, he wears blue jeans and a, and a straw hat. Right. Roy was more the flamboyant Liberace The, the gaudy guy. The gaudy yeah. one. Right? Yes. So he says, I know those guys. I've known them here. Roy and I can talk about the old days. So I don't believe that story at all, mm-hmm. even if it was like a twin, because you wouldn't have those memories. Right. Yeah. But this other guy says, he goes, you know, I'm not so sure. Because I before I even heard that, he goes, I kind of thought Roy was shorter than he is now. So maybe there's some truth to that. Those guys would argue back and forth whether that was really Roy or the or the imp, or the uh, doppelganger. Did you yeah, ever see the movie Prestige? Yes. So the yes. two guys that were Netflix, the same. Yes. They were twins, right? It's great. Yes. Playing yeah. the same character, yeah. kind of the same yeah. thing. Maybe he had like a twin somewhere that mm. nobody was aware of. The little yes. hidden gem. Well, we need to find out how they did that for Roy because we need a new Adam. Yeah, yeah, yeah for today anyway. <laughs> Swap me just, out. Just give him 24 hours. He'll he'll heal up in 24 Las, hours. Las Vegas has ruined our Adam. Um, well, here, here's another another you know one of the things we started last week is the topless report. Where are they naked now? And uh, uh, John, John uh, you you listened. Obviously. Yeah, I, I, the Olympic Garden. I didn't realize. I I've yes. got that that lifetime VIP uh, yeah, pass too. Yeah. John John and I were were big in the strip clubs oh, back. No in the longer day. valid, guys. Sorry. <laughs> right. Try out Starbucks. Maybe they'll accept it. But uh, the, the, we had some questions and, and uh, people talking to us, uh, especially the guys. The Tropical Smoothie, you know, really love the uh, Topsos report. So here we go. Um, the, the people, again, would, would just arbitrarily take their clothes off, um, either uh, within the hotel uh, proper or at the, the facilities. Uh, nightclubs were big. Uh, I had a lot of friends that were doormen, and um, they would take their clothes off for the doormen. Uh, on the dance floor itself, mm. and uh, they would get to know the the two le- the two numbers eight and six, which means they were eighty six. They were thrown out, um, but uh, lots of nudity at the clubs. Uh, I don't know. It was back before the the advent uh, or the the popularity of EDC, um, but uh, uh, we had. What was our club? It was, was it Y2K? Y2K. Yeah. Right, right, Y2K. And they would take their clothes off to spend a heartbeat. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So. That happened once, I remember, at, at the front desk where mm-hmm. a woman came up there, took all her clothes off, was running through the lobby, and mm-hmm. one of the one of the front desk agents, a woman, went and corralled her, mm-hmm. got her clothes again. Mm-hmm. She came out, did it again. Encore oh, yeah, performance. Right, exactly. Oh, no, I remember that. Yeah. Uh, and one thing that is a, is a very popular... We're going streaking. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, streaking. Uh, yeah, the, we have uh, UNLV, of course, University of Nevada, Las Vegas, um, and we have the the Greeks are here, and a lot of uh, a lot of them are part of the initiation is to streak through a casino, but um, mm. uh, you really shouldn't because you're going to get tackled yeah. and thrown into detention, and yeah, but uh, lots of streaking, lots of there's just nudity everywhere. The last uh, thing you want to do is fall into jails onto that carpet. It's mean. Yeah, <laughs> all that. Uh, yeah, exactly. All those dirty, you know, germs. No, yes. thank you. No, yeah. thank you. Well, people like, walk the strip all the time with no shoes on. Ugh, they oh, disgust me. Awful. Sorry, yeah, keep sorry your folks, on, you guys. disgust me. Um, but, uh, and of course, the, the third uh, nudity report is uh, uh, people will go out. We have a lot of bachelor, bachelorette parties, uh, parties celebrating everything. And um, once they are, uh, once they have reached their limit of alcohol, they return to the hotel either by um, what well, wasn't Uber back then, uh, by party bus or by cab, by limousine. Yes, they would come in, take their shoes off, and then just continue. Uh, literally, they would just become more and more naked as they walk down the hallway. Well, uh, there were times when you work in the limousine industry. 
And if there was a issue where someone was disrobed, we would have to go back to the security cameras in the vehicle and actually t- check the timestamp for this roving <laughs> situation. Yeah. And uh, there were times when you go to the security camera, you're like, oh, man, I feel so bad for this driver. He probably went to go wash the eye with some acid. This should never <laughs> happen to him. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> and there were good times, too. You know, I mean, you, t- you take the good with the bad. Yeah. Uh, Las Vegas is a great place. You get to see, you know, if, if you're. If you're at all normal, you get to watch quite a show if you, and not have to pay for it. So it's good. Oh, definitely. The, the people watching in Vegas is like no other. Oh, it's fantastic. It's, it's great for fantastic. date night. Like literally yeah. just grab a snack, sit on the side and just watch people yeah. go to town on yeah. our town. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And especially clubs. You go to the highest part of oh, the club and, and watch guys hit on girls. And it's, it's tragic. We suck. We're so stupid. Yeah. Yeah. It's, the it's, worst part is like they, they keep spending the $40 drinks like, no, bro, just. Just walk just away. Just one drink. Yeah. Just one drink. Or they or they snake uh, they snake a guy's uh, uh, attention and get him to do bo- bottle service like the hundred dollar oh, grape juice, which is just so stupid. It's not even hundred anymore. Now it's like two hundred because you got to pay for the booth now too. Oh, or that's right. For yeah. the quote unquote table service. Yeah, oh, yeah. Like sure. I I've seen it firsthand where people got the RSVP for a table service. Yeah. They pay like three to four hundred bucks for a bottle, and then you get some cranberry juice, some mm-hmm. orange juice, and a bucket of ice to mm-hmm. mix it. And it's like, dude, split that eight ways. It's not gonna last long. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Oh, but it was worth that two hundred fifty dollars. Uh, yeah, nothing. No, absolutely not. Uh, well, the, the, those were a few of the uh, Las Vegas info questions that we get. We'll we'll keep doing that. But uh, thanks everybody for uh, uh, for writing in and uh, stopping us on the street, and uh, it's it's great. So let us know what you want to hear. Uh, if there's any stories that you've heard and want to uh, uh, see if they're true, most likely they are. <laughs> well, one thing for sure I can guarantee is uh, you never fail to run into celebrities in Vegas mm-hmm. at two or three in the morning easily, oh, yeah. especially at Denny's or IHOP. Because, yeah. you know, just like the rest of us, they want some breakfast, you know, in the late hours in the morning. Yeah. And sometimes they're nice enough to take pictures. Uh, a lot of times I like to leave the celebrities alone because I'm like, man, I know this guy had a long night. I, yeah. I don't want to bother him. Just, just let him have his hash browns. There you go. Well, we, need, we all need to go and have the wedding cake, the wedding pancake <laughs> cake. I got, I've got to have that. I've got to have that. It's a bucket list kind of thing, right? Mm-hmm. Um, i like some hash browns right now. <laughs> <laughs> no, not in the studio for you there, buddy. Um, Maybe just some hash. Oh, <laughs> the trail mix. The trail mix. Mr. Trail mix here. Totally forgot about that. Yes, the trail mix. Uh, just the word hash you don't hear anymore. It's, it's like Vietnam, you know, you get a helicopter, like a mash helicopter. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, it's time for the Nerd Alert. Usually we're, it's sponsored by Adam, and he's going to he's gonna come in at the end and talk about NASA. Yes, Adam? Yeah? Yes. Okay, yeah, I have, you jump uh, in partially, Adam? I'll have Sam uh, jumpstart us here on the Nerd Alert. Jumpstart Nerd Alert? Yep. Should I start with the uh, BlizzCon situation? Ah! Sounds good. Yeah. All right, let's do this. So uh, earlier this week, a gentleman by the Reddit name, user Chemist of 49 Purchase a box called the uh, let's see here, the Blizzard Stuff Box on eBay. He received a bunch of items and realized that he, in his magical box, contained the master code. And the box itself contained the magical disc item. Did you know that? Yeah. So this guy's got the original disc that's got all the code for the original StarCraft so that you know, if he wanted to, he could have put it out on the internet. Ruled the world. Right? Yeah. And, and just put it out there for everybody to have. Um, instead, um, he returned it. He like returned it to Blizzard, yeah, and they and they hooked him up. What they give him, Sam? Well, for being an honest human being and you know being decent, they reward him with a copy of Overwatch, 
And then the personnel themselves gave him a call to let him know that he received tickets to BlizzCon. And also they gave him more merchandise to Overwatch and also to the game uh, Diablo. And he also got 250 bucks uh, credits worth for Blizzard Store Online. So it's a win-win for him. Yeah. yeah, and tickets to BlizzCon, they basically sell out as soon as, you know, they go up. Oh, so, yeah, right away. so it's a ridiculous kind of, you know, well, offer to give they're them They're flying them out, too, because apparently where he can't afford BlizzCon? it. Is it changed, or is it always the same place? Uh, I would assume it's in California. It's That's in where Cali. they're based out of. Yeah, yeah. okay. Um, but, yeah, they flew him out for BlizzCon. They gave him, you know, $250 worth of merchandise. They, they pretty hooked him up, you know, so yeah. I'm sure he's pretty happy with what he got. Well, because yeah. the employee that actually got the disc stolen actually called and congratulated him, like they thanked him for it. So, I mean, it's huge. So it's, well, it's, he it's could have open-sourced that. And, and yeah, oh, yeah, you throw that online and, yeah. you know, man. Game over, man. Although, Game over. Although StarCraft much, has much of a hook anymore. No, it still does, especially in uh, Korea. Oh, People are still playing. Right. Oh, for sure. All right. It's still part of the eSport. Like, no joke, StarCraft. Yeah. Um, there are teams dedicated to play StarCraft. That's their job for, what, about 18 hours per day? Yeah. They sit in that chair and just play StarCraft. Yeah. Like, we can go into whole detail about how there's bars where you sit and play StarCraft and they'll deliver you the food and you yeah. keep playing. You think eSports here is good. Yeah. Well, <laughs> yeah. well, well you know what? Speaking of eSports, I'm glad you brought that up, uh, uh, Adam. Um John, your son is how old? How old is Jim? Sixteen. Sixteen. Yeah. Sixteen. Yeah. Oh God, he's you give him a car. No, he, he's he's into, he's. I guess he's not like most kids. Instead yeah. of wanting to borrow the car, mm -hmm. he wants to borrow my copy of Communist Manifesto, something like um, Karl Marx. Oh, one, of, he, those kids, huh? yeah, one of those kids, huh? Bell Tower. All right. I'd say he goes to heavy metal concerts with me. <laughs> now, my question is: At sixteen, he's right. He's. I think he's in the sweet spot age. <laughs> Does Geo uh, does it uh, attract him to go to an esports stadium and watch video games being played, not by him, but by a, a, you know, is he a YouTuber? He he, I know he plays some online games because mm -hmm. um, he's there talking to somebody on his on his headset, uh, friends that he plays with. And I know in the past he used to watch. I would say, well, are you playing this game? Are you just watching it being played. Right. Uh, I don't know if he does that. Anymore, yeah. um, he hasn't mentioned that. Hey, that'd be a cool place to go yeah. to. He hasn't. He hasn't said it. I'll ask him though. Yeah. Well, your Gio's a very cerebral kid, though. Yeah. I don't know if it, it may not be enough of, of a stimulus for him just sitting there watching other people play. It wouldn't be for yeah. me. Yeah, it wouldn't be for me either. Right. Well, go ahead, guys. I'm uh, the 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 next one. Stephen Hawking. I love this about going to space. Yeah. How uh, mankind is going to basically ruin the planet. You know, heading in a bad direction, and we have to head out to space in a hundred years. Yeah, if we don't leave, uh, he, we're gonna die. Period. In a hundred years. So, what do you think, are we, so are we gonna die because a we've used up all the resources on this planet, mm -hmm. or b because our technology has allowed us to leave? Probably a little bit of both, dude. I mean, a little we're bit of both. Resource. But I think not only have we used the resources, but I think we've stagnated the resources with the the, the remaining resources. I mm -hmm. mean, we need the first the first show of Jersey Shore's Mars. I mean, MTV has to be there and film it first. Uh, and then we have go. the Desperate Housewives of Mars, the Kardashian of Mars. You oh, know, it's on the way. It's in the works. perfect. So well, exactly. I, you know, we can dumb down another planet. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. We're, yeah. There you go. Thank <laughs> you, Matt Damon. No, and I, you know, I think that, um, uh, I think he's saying that, uh, yes, we're going to, we're going to suck up all of the, uh, 
uh, resources. We're going to ruin the rest of the resources. I so, think it's going to be a lot like Julia's book, Julia Shoup, the Barren Waters book. Uh, I, I think it, that that our oceans and anything that helps us live, we're going to kill it off. Well, yeah, because we're overfishing already. You know, yeah. we're overhunting it. The, nothing's getting time to regenerate. You know, so so Stephen Hawking is predicting that we're going to be the bad that guys. virus that yeah. uh, you know eats away a planet at a time. You know, but we're doing the right thing though, because oh, in our yeah. eyes, it's for it's for the survival of humanity. Well, sure, in the long yeah, run. and you know, it's 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 really pathetic that so many people understand this, but the power, the certain number of power who who still profit by the old ways, yeah. are just refuse to give that up, and they just play yeah. stupid. Oh well, we don't know if the you know it's there, and you know they're going to find out too late before yeah. you know that's like well, going, going green is a hard to uh, you know some of our higher minds decide they just want to ignore it. Yeah. Well, I think what also gets in the way is uh, that thing called money yeah, or that's greed. What it is? I, f- I forgot what's called greed or money, right? Mm. I'm being sarcastic. Bling bling. <laughs> <laughs> No, but I, I, I think there's every bit of truth to what to Hawking says. Um, it, you know, we may not be as close as 100 years, uh, or we, we could be even closer. I, I don't know. But, yeah, we're ruining everything. And, um, you know, I think that the greenhouse gas and global warming issue is just the tip of the iceberg, haha, so to speak. Um, <laughs> you know, I, I think we're so worried about arguing whether it's true or not that, that there are so many other problems that we're having. You know, we've got you know we've got splashdowns of nuclear missiles that that are being tested, and uh, you know, uh, yeah, it's a rough world out there right now. And I think you're right, Adam. Mm-hmm. I, I think the uh, we I, I can't imagine within a hundred years we're going to have the technology to even leave. Uh, you know, I, we don't have flying cars yet. No, we, or no, hoverboards or, or or holodecks. No, no Jetsons. We're behind yet. the uh, power curve right now. Yeah, you know when I was a kid and we used to watch the, you know science fiction. The, what are things going to be like in the year two thousand? Yeah, and then none of it was came. You know we had yeah those things they had flying cars, computers and cell phones. They had anything like that. You know what we got we got tablets and we got Facebook. And now we can order pizza off our phones. And yeah. off our shoes. Yeah. Oh yeah. Gosh. Right. Those commercials. Well, no, and, and and we're we're the we're we're a tragic representation of the animal kingdom. We're not fast. We can't swim. We can't fly. We don't <laughs> technically hunt or gather anymore. We we don't, we don't hunt or gather. We we just uh, by gather we go through a drive-through and tell them what number we want. Yeah. Or, right. Yeah. Exactly. So, <laughs> you know, no, we're in trouble. We're we're in absolute. And we found a lot of different wrong. ways to eat corn. <laughs> Corn and soybean. I have yes. to agree with you. I have to agree yes. with you on that one. We need to, we need to continue investing you know, in corn. You know what will save the world? You know what will save the world? Your trail mix. That's right. That's Your right. trail mix is going to save the world That's uh, it. one person at a time. And we won't care so, if it ends. Right. <laughs> well, um, on to better news. We yes. can talk about Disney Guardian of the Galaxy ride. That's being refurbished from the hotel. Uh, was it Tower of Terror? That pisses me off. That was a cool ride. Oh, that, I, that I, Tower absolutely! Yeah. I, I went on it uh, 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 the second to last day it was running. Oh, I was oh really? Yes. Oh, man, that was no a great way, day. Yeah. Oh, it was fantastic! I Don't mess it. with the classics. Oh, uh, and it, ma- it made me laugh. It was just a, the most fun ride. If they were going to get rid of some, get rid of the damn Winnie the Pooh ride. <laughs> Even my kid, when he went, when Gio was like six or seven, went on that. Yeah. Yeah. And he, afterwards, he told me, he said, I, he said, I asked him, so well, what did you think of that ride? He goes, he told me this, he said, I'd rather play with my chin chin. 
which, you know, he spoke Japanese mostly there, but basically he'd rather play with his prick than go through that. It yeah. was more interesting than going through the Winnie the Pooh ride, which was just dull. <laughs> but, uh, you know, I'm sure it's going to be great. But, yeah, it's, it's uh, I even got a T-shirt. I got a Tower Terror T-shirt. Oh, so nice. Cool. Yeah, but now it's going to be Guardians of the Galaxy. Well, yeah, but, you know. I did, it, I did a little research on it. I mean, it, sound, it sounds promising. It yeah. opens up this summer. The way to explain it is the ride's going to contain a lot of Easter eggs. The pattern's going to be different. So every time you ride, you have a different experience. And then throughout the year itself, uh, they're going to rotate the Easter eggs around, change it up to maybe relate to a movie. Mm-hmm. So every time you actually ride the ride, you're, you're busy focusing on either the ride or the Easter eggs at different levels. And supposedly the storyline for this ride is you're saving Guardians of the Galaxy and you're assisting Rocket Raccoon to free up the rest because they were collected by the collector. I like that. You know, you, you yeah. got to go on the ride a few times to uh, get the whole story. or You, know, right. they, they you have to create around. a buddy system, like bring six of y'all and then everybody grab a fast pass. Like, oh, what happened turn. with yours? Oh, okay, cool. Right. <laughs> but I hope, I hope that folks will actually... Take the moment and enjoy the ride, and that's film the whole thing. Like, be in the moment. Don't don't film it on your phone and tablet too much. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, just actually enjoy rides for Save what that they for are. Round, okay. I'm just saying. You know what I mean? You you paid how much to go to Disney? You should actually enjoy the moment itself, not just try to get the best screenshots or the best selfies out there. Yeah. Well, I, I actually here's an update, and and well, Adam, you'll find this interesting. Um, I saw a report. Uh, we, we often take, uh, we've taken company trips to Magic Mountain. Mm. Magic Mountain, of course, uh, is um, sponsored by and has a DC comic-related rides. Mm. Yes. One of which is the Lex Luthor's Drop of Doom, which is a, is a very sizable um, uh, gravity ride. It, basically, you go up and you drop a couple of times. Um, it, pretty high. It's a, it's I was going to say, uh, I was nervous as hell the first time, but it wasn't too bad. No, it was, it was a great ride. It's actually quite relaxing once you get over that thing. But what they've done now, they're doing it, uh, they're, they're testing it, but they're going to do it half, half days where you actually wear um, virtual reality goggles mm. and the, while the ride is going and the goggles will assist you in playing a, an alien invasion video game and there are several storylines, like two or three versions, but all the versions end up in you dropping while wearing these. So you're playing a video game. There are buttons on the side of the, uh, of the unit on the, on the eyes because you have to be strapped in, but your arm can move. And you're firing lasers and killing aliens. And during your storyline, there is a reason why you're going to drop. But you're dropping with these on. So, and, and most of the people uh, involved in the article said, uh, let me check, no. I'm never writing this because they don't they they don't think they can handle the the, the actual physical drop and the, the virtual drop. Yeah. Not yeah. being able to see the drop as it yeah. happens. Yeah. So I'd go in in a heartbeat. That sounds fantastic. Yeah, I would try that out. I mean, the video uh, they showed a uh, a capture of the video game. And, you know, it's it's not great, but but that's not the point. You're yeah. just you're killing aliens around a city, and then I, I think one of the storylines is that your ship gets hit and you fall. Um, but uh, so so, would you go on that? No, but what I would do is I would I would watch you on it while eating my trail mix. I think that's, yeah, I I kind of don't like to be thrown upside down and dropping, and it just yeah. I don't mind you know Disneyland type of of, yeah. of roller coasters like like uh, Big Thunder Mountain, Matterhorn, uh-huh. uh, the one inside. What's that one? The Space Mountain. Space Mountain. I like oh, those. Not, not the Hyper small world. Mountain. I have to tell you though, small world. That's dangerous ride. 
it's a small world. I want to go in there in one of those belt-fed machine guns. <laughs> yeah, if nothing is more saccharine than that thing, just go in there. Brrr, yeah, Are you I'm reading my journals that. again? <laughs> well, Adam, I, Adam can relate to this today. But when I was in Japan, I, I'd just been over there, you know, a month they wanted to go to Tokyo Disneyland. I was living out in the country, so... I go up there with with uh, with the, uh, the group of Japanese people, and we all got hammered the night before. So I'm feeling about like Adam is now. It's not go good there. for roller coasters. And, it's, and I had not I had not been on on Space Mountain. I didn't know what it was because I hadn't been to Disneyland in the states in you know mm-hmm. ten years or something. Gotcha. So they just and they can't explain it to me. Uh, Space Mountain, but uh, roller coaster. Yeah. Well, what about? Uh, I don't, okay. And I guess, well, it's indoors. Well, you know, it'll yeah, be it's safe. Be, it's indoors. It's, it's safe. indoors. I get on that thing. It's like, oh Jesus! I think I left my head around one of those turns because, uh, you know, when you're in a regular roller coaster, you can kind of anticipate. Oh yeah. shit! Here we're gonna go down. Yeah. We're gonna turn. And that thing there, man, you are just just nothing. You don't know what the hell's going yeah. on. Well, zing, well zing. now it's uh, now it's Star Wars themed. They they have, they have put a whole scenario where you're uh, you're a uh, an X-wing fighter and oh. escaping the the, the Death Star. Uh, it's pretty cool. Nice. But speaking of space, uh, there was a notation for the Nerd Alert. Yeah, got a couple of uh, NASA updates for for those people that think that NASA doesn't do anything for us. Yeah, Um, because we're not going to be able to leave for shit if NASA's. That's right. And apparently, in 100 years, we better we better have NASA up to snuff because we got to leave this planet. Um, But we sent out a uh, satellite that has been orbiting Saturn. Um, The satellite's called Cassini, and uh, it, it took an hour's worth of video. Um, and it's gonna it's gonna do more video over the next month, but in this video they they found a storm, and in the eye of this storm was a perfect hexagon, and this was this was at Saturn. So so we have like, you know, kind of a promising signs. Yeah, some promising signs of, of otherworldly life because it was it was that perfect of a of but a shape. How do we, like how do we know it's not gonna come to attack us? Like they're not getting for war. Well. Or maybe when the satellite, you know, explodes, you know, and you have the video of the Martians or whatever, like coming after us, we'll find. Yeah. Out. What if they? What if they? If they finally, you know, they get a good image of it, and it turns out to be the upper half of the Statue of Liberty. Oh, that's already been done. <laughs> Someone's there yelling, "You damn dirty apes!" That's right. <laughs> you blow it up. <laughs> so Saturn could be, you know, the first uh, sign of extraterrestrial life. Well, That'd be kind of interesting. Yeah. Uh, so that means we'll have to be there for the first day of Saturn Starbucks <laughs> next yeah. to uh, Saturn uh, Chick-fil-A. Krispy Kreme. Well, oh, yeah. Can't yeah. forget Krispy Kreme. Yeah, yeah. Unless we declassify it. <laughs> it wasn't, did Saturn, Saturn wasn't on the declassify list, right? They, um, when they you know, knocked sure. out Jupiter? No, it's Mars because that's the oh. red planet. Oh, right. So that's that's the one to be careful about. So, yeah. so Mars can right. belong to China, right? <laughs> Since it's a red that's planet. Right. It's a red planet. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> Well, that's cool, Adam. Yeah, and then um, also um, NASA has put out their entire library, pictures yes. and video, yes. for free to the public on yep, their website. there's no trademarks on it yeah. at all. So you, you can use enjoy. anything that NASA has seen or produced for free. I wonder why, huh? I wonder if it's a political statement by any chance. Hmm. <laughs> you think maybe uh, they're trying to spread the science? You mean they're trying to keep things real? No, can't be. Well, that's cool. I, there's like endless possibilities I can think of for, you know... Space videos, you know, that's great. Well, they're 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 trying to drum up uh, some popularity. I mean, NASA's been the redheaded stepchild of the governmental agencies for yeah. years. Hey, you give me a couple of those uh, trail mix packets, and I'll watch NASA space videos all day, dude. Yeah, I mean, and they, and they have a crazy amount of data too um, oh, yeah. on basically like any kind of storm system or particle system oh, or, yeah. or times and dates and 
It's it's really cool. Check it out. It's on NASA's I feel website. like uh, cool. all of it should be narrated by uh, Doc from Back to the Future. <laughs> Just have him explain everything to you. <laughs> but <laughs> but have, have him say, like, say it in the sense like it's urgency, you know. Well, we need you. We got to get this done down, Marty. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I, I saw Christopher Lloyd when they had the Back to the Future, uh, the the date celebration. Oh, was, really? Oh, yeah, yeah. It was nice. that wasn't too long ago. And, a couple uh, months ago. Uh, yeah, a couple months ago. It was actually the day, the day after, and he was at uh, Mandalay. Uh, was it Mandalay Bay? I don't know, but he um, he's he's a very old old dude. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I didn't realize how old he was. He was old when he made those movies. You yeah, know, I saw on the news this morning they were having a 40th anniversary of. I mean, a show. I, I just wish one around him was a Love Boat. Oh, oh my God. and they oh, showed. Man. I mean, they, they they showed Gavin McLeod. Gavin Remember, McLeod, yeah, yeah. he pretty much looks the same. I mean, he was old back then. Yeah. He's just older now. But you know, they're getting but to didn't a really age too much. No, he just looks like well, he was old then. He's just, yeah. you know, he's really old. And but but he was with the girl. Well, she's not a girl anymore. But back then, it was supposed to be his daughter. Yeah, mm-hmm. you know, she's all grown up, and yeah. she's like a you know middle aged woman. But back then, wow. she was just a twelve years old. Isaac, the bartender. Yeah, Gopher. Yeah, it was Fred Grandy. I think his name was. Wow, the love boat. Yeah, yeah, that was a terrible show. Though it was a terrible show. Yeah, <laughs> it was just awful. Yeah, was this was this before or after TV was made? I don't know what the love boat is. Could you, yeah, could you guys tell me how ancient that show is? In the seventies, I think it ran seventy nine to eighty yeah. in the mid seventies to somewhere in the in the early eighties. Same, same era like as Chips. Yeah, around then. Yeah, around yeah. then. Oh, yeah. I think it was before Chips, though. So. Yeah, it might have been before oh, Chips. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I'm not gonna go see the new Chips. That looks awful. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that pretty much bombed. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, that's it for the nerd alert. Cool. Well, uh, are you, you going go back to sleep, Adam? What, what's the plan? Yeah, go back to sleep. Yeah, back under the table Adam. for me. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's way in the back of the studio. Back, back to your dungeon. <laughs> uh, well, the Las Vegas three. We got a couple of good ones here. Um, Ice Cube, um, O'Shea Jackson. He uh, he has uh, officially as the Raider Nation president, which is a I think a, a ceremonial title yeah. or one he gave himself. Uh, Ice Cube embraced uh, the Raiders' move and says, people will come. Mr. Jackson. Ice. You're full of shit. I, no, well, I, mean, I, no, I, I believe he believes that. Yeah. And I think that he's trying to be a positive marketing tool for, um, for the Raider organization. I just don't think so because Las Vegas is no longer, not really, an inexpensive place to come. We we used to have the buffets and the lost leaders and the and the cheap shows and this and that. It's not easy to yeah, stay here. You know, you know you're pricey nowadays. Even parking. Even parking. Even parking. Even parking. Oh God, That's yes. you know you're talking about all the clubs and when when you and I were at the concierge and that isn't all that long ago to tur- no. turn of the century. We didn't really have the clubs. Yeah, I mean, right. they had a few. Like we say, we had yeah. one in the Venetian, and, and they really weren't such a big deal. Right. Um, but it's changed. Mm-hmm. And before that, you would get people that it was like they stepped out of a, a time warp because yeah, they would right. say, you know, they would think everything was free. Like it was, where's where's the dollar ninety five buffet? Like, no. No, no, it's gone. It's when, when you guys were there, um, was Lavo and Tal there yet? No. Yeah. Clubs? I, was, I wasn't there for Lavo I was, or Tal. Yes. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. I was. Uh, there was a Warner places. Brothers there restaurant. Was Warner in Brothers there. restaurant. Yes, yeah. that's what it was when I was there. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and now and then I would get a I would get a request for the club, mm-hmm. but because Y two K was separate from the Venetian, I mean they just rented the space. Yeah. yeah. Um, I you know it was pretty rare. That well, they asked they started me. with Lavo, uh, Sam and and uh, Tao. They they started having. They classified those as ultra lounges. Oh, you know, they wasn't yeah, quote unquote. Yeah, because they they felt that people were getting scared off by the dancing. Actually, 
because it's so loud and so raucous and 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 you know so they wanted a place to go where they could listen to music hang out have a drink and then see and be seen and i think that's why tau and lavo and and things of that nature came around um but um no i don't i don't i think mr cube is is incorrect because the bulk of individuals that are Raiders fans are the the salt of the earth, blue collar, um, Oakland, you know, yeah. bulwark people, and and you know they they can't just continually come out to see the Raiders. No, no, and it and, cost them quite a bit. And also, I mean, look at it the other way: do people go to Oakland to watch the Raiders? No, no, no. I mean, it, no. They they've got their core fans, and some of them I don't even know why. Because I'm from the Bay Area, but I was a 49er fan. Right. But still, I remember when the Raiders moved the first time. Yeah. And they moved to L.A. Yeah. And they called them the Los Angeles Traders. <laughs> right? Exactly. And mm-hmm. then they moved back, and there's some people like, well, should we accept them back in the mm-hmm. fold? You know, it's just like you cheated on me once, and now they're doing it again, and. I, I, I hear you saying big time. Uh, for me, I think uh, there there's so many quote unquote fans out here in Vegas right now. But when the season starts in a couple of years, we'll see if the fans will put the money where their mouth is at the end of the day. Yeah. I think. And you know the news reports I see, and I get really annoyed at the local media because it's almost always like, "Isn't this great? The Raiders are coming." Well, you know, you're going to build a big stadium. It's going to cost us seven hundred. Do you guys know where it is yet? It's I behind Manley Bay, right? Yeah. And there's barely any parking there, right? I don't know how to get freaking through the stadium. Get, you're going to get all these people to supposedly show up now. Unlike the T-Mobile, where yeah. they put on other events, mm-hmm. yeah. You know what are you going to do with this stadium? They're playing eight regular season games a year. Right. They're going to have two preseason games. Yeah, oh, UNLV is going to play there. Well, UNLV is already playing in a place which is probably fine for them. They're not even a Division One school. Yeah. And even in the division they are right. in, they're a shitty team. Well, so, I just saw a report that the the another. Uh, uh, very uh, small topic that is being brought being brought about by the Raiders move is they believe wholeheartedly it's going to raise the property uh, values and therefore our housing costs are going to go up. Huh. Negative. Uh-huh. Negative. Yeah, and all these jobs they keep seeing. You know, I used to work for the 49ers, right? I mm-hmm. mean, I hawked beer mm-hmm. in college. Yeah, and, nice. and there were some people that worked at, that, that was their job. They worked 49ers, they worked Raiders, the Giants and the A's and the Warriors. And you needed all of that. I mean, if that's going to be your if that's going to be your job. But you know, for working 49er games, a candlestick, it was okay. We work today. We're off for two weeks because mm-hmm. that's going to come in. And if you worked the concession stands, it was pretty creepy because they would have, you know, we would have these big boxes of of the Polish sausage, you know, <laughs> buns. Yeah. And they would sit there in the corner for two weeks, and we come back in there, and in the meantime, some rats would get in there because they would eat through the cardboard. Mm-hmm. And I'd say to the bo- bo- boss, do I got to throw the box out? No, just just take the ones that they that they ate on. I said, yeah, but Jesus, they eat through the cellophane. Oh, but there's so, like so you were serving extra flavor? Yeah, and people say, well, what do you recommend? Like, it's a restaurant, right? Mm-hmm. I, say, I recommend you go back to your seat, man. Drink the beer. The beer's fine. Could you recommend them a bottle of water? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> a, se- a sealed bottle of water. You know what? Yeah. I, actually would, I actually appreciate you for being that honest. It, it, sometimes it's not easy being the honest guy. Because people will frown upon you all yeah, the time. Yeah. But that's how I roll. Like when uh, me and Adam used to work in the movie theaters, you know, when folks are excited for certain movies, they come out and, you know, they ask me, oh, how's Terminator 3? It looks amazing. Arnold's back. And I'm sitting there. I'm grinning my best. I'm like, all right. To be honest with you, it, it's an okay movie. Here's what I'll do for you, though. Go go watch the movie. I'll give you 15 minutes. If you're unsatisfied, come on back. I'll give you a full refund. That was my fair game rule, which yeah, is 15 cool. minutes. Yeah. You know, just to step back to stupid questions, we always got, uh, <laughs> you know, what's this movie about? 
And my oh, favorite my answer for any question like that was aliens. It's about hey, aliens. aliens. No, no. Yeah. The worst. The worst. Hey, do you know that one movie with that one actor, you yeah. know, from the other movie? And I'm like, yeah, totally. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah Go yeah. check it out. It's really good. Yeah. I saw him in another movie. You know what oh. I'm talking about with that guy in it? Yeah. You know, it, it's gotten, I'm sorry to say this, it's gotten worse uh, about four years ago. So they took out the movie times from newspapers now. It's only available on the weekends. Everything's online. So uh, RJ article came out against uh, Regal Cinemas for being ageist, for taking things out of the print and putting it online. And we were like, we were bombarded by all the senior folks calling and yelling at me. And I'm trying to explain them like, I'm, I'm sorry. I, I work for them, but I'm not, you know, it's not my fault. We took out the papers. So I'm yeah. trying to explain to folks. I'm like, okay, do you have grandkids? Do you have, uh, you know, sons or daughters? Ask them to install the app on your phone. And then they can help you out. So I'm sure there's a couple of families out there that hate me right now because Nana and Pop Pop wants the movie time. So they're going to bother you to death. can't quite figure out that app. <laughs> I felt so bad, dude. Uh -huh. I felt so bad. Well, it seems like we have a consensus, though, about uh, Ice Cube and the Raiders. I, 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 again, it's going to be tough. It's yeah. going to be tough. Now, yeah. something that is coming very soon in June, and I don't think you're going to this one, um, uh, and people do come in droves. And, and they're just ridiculous people, um, is the Electric oh, Daisy again? Carnival at EDC, yeah. uh, and, uh, featuring the, the best of... Uh, of um, Th thanks for not putting me on camera, because I'm rolling my eyes so hard right now. Well, now, now the, I'm, I'm probably the, the standout in the, uh, in, the, in the studio today. Um, I actually like uh, EDM. Um, when I'm editing one thing or another, uh, I turn that on, and I do enjoy it. I do enjoy... You know the the you know I, I think it's kind of silly the the money they make here in town like like New Year's Eve Calvin yeah. Harris and and uh, Steve, Steve Aoki, Aoki and, yeah. and Dead Mouse and, and so on and so forth, but I actually do enjoy it. Well, yeah, um, I enjoy techno. Techno is good music. Yeah, but EDC the, again, it's the Electric Daisy Carnival, which uh, is out at the uh, Las Vegas Motor Speedway. Yes, yes, yeah, it is. yeah, yeah, yeah. It's um, out there. Hundred thousand droves yeah. and droves of people. Thank God it's out there now. Um, and uh, we always have at least a couple of deaths, uh, right. lots of drugs. But yeah, lots and, of drugs. and it's it, yeah. I remember twice I had to go on. A, I had to leave town on business. Yeah. And once it was, it was. I came back on the day it started. I didn't think about it. And then I saw people walking around the airport dressed like. Yeah. Oh, I was, oh, Jesus must be EDC. Psychedelic. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And then last year I left when it was over, and there was a guy who was he was on the plane. I was flying. I had to fly to Baltimore. Right. Before flying to New York. And I could hear him talking to his friend that goes, yeah, I just flew in for a day. You know, I came into well, one day. I thought, Jesus, guy's getting on a plane to Baltimore. He flew that far. I wouldn't even drive down the street to see it. Right. But, but, you know, I spent all that. So, I obviously spent a lot of money. Well, oh, for man. me, from firsthand experience, I've worked EDC uh, for about like, uh, what was it, almost three years back to back. And from working from the transportation side, it is a clusterfuck. It is the world's biggest nightmare because we're always changing things on the fly. Yeah. Um, we send out drivers out there to pick up the artists from the airport. And then, you know, we grab the artists. Suddenly the artists want to talk to you because you're too good. So then they have to talk to their agent who then texts you, tells you what they want. And then when you go out there to the actual field itself, mm -hmm. um, a lot of time the coordination is so unorganized between the event coordinators mm -hmm. and then the parking. So then you run into this jam of you have three to four 35-pack buses right. having no clue where to go. 
and people getting cranky because the AC is about to break down in the car and they just want to get out there and, you know, enjoy EDC. Yeah. The only really uh, fun part of EDC is the music itself to line up the event. But mm-hmm. to get there and from, it's a little rough on the uh, transportation side from time to time. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's it's a big thing out here, but it's uh, it's, uh, it's definitely a money maker. I'm not gonna knock oh, that. Oh yeah, it's definitely I a money maker. I think it is. I think it is. You know, and it's it's good for the town. Oh definitely. Um, but it's very good that it's several miles away from town. Yes, you guys go have fun out there and then come back later. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, they do come back. Oh lord, Naked they come back they starving. Yeah. No, no, no. Right. And try not um, to write, you know, uh, you know, I love drugs at EDC on your window as oh, you're going out there. Because, yes. yeah. you know, did you know that uh, Metro actually plant a couple traps? There's a, actually uh, it, it's a good time for them to make their quota on stings because, I mean, there's oh, like, sure. oh, yeah, they'll mm. lay out bags of uh, mollies and just, you know, sit there and wait in the crowd and see who grabs it first and be like, oh, hey, uh, you, you, you just grab that. Cool. Yeah. Here's your handcuff. Enjoy EDC from the jail cell. Yeah, and stop taking selfies of you doing drugs. It's so stupid. <laughs> it's so dumb. Uh, but lastly, in the Las Vegas three, uh, uh, as we've mentioned before, Las Vegas does not Las Vegas, Clark County for uh, where Las Vegas is uh, primarily. Uh, Nye County uh, has uh, the brothels that you hear so much about. Um, a Nevada brothel owner is facing code violations. This brothel is actually called the Area 51 Death Valley Cat House. Really? Yes. That's and a great name. Yeah, Area 51 Death Valley Cat House. Uh, uh, and he's facing code violations, um, and it's one of the first ones to ever face these uh, regarding uh, the the action of, of the brothel, the prostitution. Uh, now, the, inter- the why I brought this up was that it's actually a, a, a pretty typical good old boy situation out there. The brothel owner made a bid for a local political seat and okay. lost, mm-hmm. and it was a nasty, visceral fight. Uh, and he feels, and he has made, him, uh, made it known, that all of these code violations, which apparently can be argued... Uh, for his uh, side, uh, are due to the fact that the election, which he lost, uh, uh, because the election was so visceral that that its ramifications because of that. Wow. But he's he's actually his his license is in jeopardy because of this. Uh, but where uh, is where is the brothel? Uh, it, it it it's uh, uh, Nye County and um, it's near it's Pahrump. Yeah. Uh, on the way past. Um, the uh, winery. So he's not in the oh, safe okay. zone for the brothel. No, he's in, he's in the correct zone. He's in Nye County, um, and uh, all the code violations are in in regards to um, hygiene. And, and too many crabs. And, and no too way. many. <laughs> <laughs> Is there an acceptable number of crabs? No, I don't think so. Um, no, and, and all of these are just petty little code violations. But he's the first one apparently to be. Um, uh, brought up on these particular vi- violations, um, and some of it has to do with transaction laws and everything else. But as he describes it, it's clearly you know an being attack punished, on him. an attack. You know, but he lost. Wasn't that punishment enough? Yeah, yeah exactly. I don't, I don't know, but uh, I'm sure that chicken when he's down. I'll bet you. I bet yeah. you. What happened That's was right. in reality the story is one of his customers couldn't get the girls to do uh, electro cosplay, so they're. They're trying to attack him for it. Yeah. Because she wouldn't dress up as Electra. <laughs> or, or some furry, Furby, whatever they oh, call it. Oh, jeez. Yeah, giant bear. A Teletubby. <laughs> yeah, a Teletubby. The uh-huh. purple one, right? Mm-hmm. Oh, jeez. That's right. Or uh, dress up as Kevin Nash right there. Oh, no. 
Or, or Colossus for you, right? That's Did you right. love Colossus, the big silver? That's right. <laughs> All right. Well, I'm sure he's... Watch this transition. This is going to be smooth. I'm sure here's, his gears are grinded by that problem. So here's what grinds mine. Here's the gear grinder. So, um, because John is here, John's, uh, uh, John is, um, uh, as I said before, he's a linguist and deals with the English language almost um, solely for his job uh, now. And... Um, uh, he and I have a, a great deal of respect for the English language as it was originally, you know, set set forth. Um, but my question was to the panel here in the studio. Yes. What has happened to the English language? What is it Americans are trying to say? And when I say that, I mean desperately. What are they tr- literally? What are they trying to say to me with the the new speak? With the new lingo? Yes. Now, now John and I had in the pre-show. Uh, I had a chance to talk to him, and he had some insightful uh, information for me um, uh, regarding what has happened. Uh, but I wanted to ask everybody. Now, what I mean by this is that, and I wrote, I wrote this to you, John, in, in an email, the, urban, the urbanization and the bastardization and the truncation, my mother will love me for all those words, um, of our language. We've shortened it, we've urbanized it, and we've changed it to mean something else. It's gotten horrible. The, yeah. the vernacular of people has gone so bad nowadays. That it hurts yeah. my heart. I mean, why are you trying to learn all these shorthand words when you can't even learn your regular English first? Exactly. Well, you know, everything has to be quicker now. How about you, Adam? Well, how do you feel about all this? I want to ask you. Hey, everything's shorthand nowadays, and I don't know. It's, it's, it's well, faster, well, you, you but use too many words in that sentence. You use too less, many words. Uh, you didn't use a shorthand talk. <laughs> <laughs> it's complicated, and it's, it's not uh, as easily understandable um, shorthand now. Yeah, I well, it's, I but mean, like shorthand's supposed now, to be easy, <clears throat> easier to process, quicker to to. But see, shorthand you know. was used for gaming at first. And now yeah, you're now, is, to is, it, who, is it everybody that that you, for example, that you're thinking that mm-hmm. that's using this, or is it is it uh, a generation or a? Well, I think what Adam is speaking of, like using the the the, the vernacular, like uh, uh, totes instead of totally. <laughs> yep, everything's everything's short. No one is that fucking busy. You know, I, I just don't understand. It's, why are you doing this? Uh, but, but to answer your question, John, I, I think the current generation, um, uh, and the the generation now that is now in, in the speaking public uh, beyond the millennials, I can't remember what they're called right now, uh, but the millennials, I, I think with that generation, we're seeing these truncations, the totes, and the I, I can't even think of them. Well, this all started with texting. Yeah, yeah. It, it's interesting it, it because. Because in, in linguistics, except what I am, I'm an applied linguist, mm-hmm. uh, meaning that I, we look at the way language is actually used, not so much as a structural linguist, which looks at the way the language is, is designed or it's constructed. Right. So, you know, when I was in grad school, one of the, one of the projects that I did was, um, as I was in Monterey, I went to the uh, Monterey Bay Aquarium. They have a big, you know, aquarium mm-hmm. there. Yeah. And I parked myself in a location for hours a day listening to what people said. I was, in, I was curious about intensifiers. You know, those are words that people will use um, to either heighten or, or reduce the effect of, their, of, their, of the illocutionary force, is a technical term, of what they say. So in other words, if you say, hey, that's a nice watch, nice is, is that's really cool. Those are intensifiers. I was curious to see if, which ones it, that were in use, uh, if men used them differently, whether they were different when, when a man was speaking to a woman, when a woman was speaking to a man, or within the gender. 
Uh, so those are things that, that an applied linguist would look at. Yeah. So, gotcha. so we have a, a spoken grammar, and it is different than a written grammar, which is why we can, we can say things and get away with them in terms of, of the words we use or, or how we say it, where in writing it has to be a little more formal. Uh, but when it comes to email and texting, it tends to actually emulate spoken speech. Mm-hmm. So I think it's interesting then, because I'm not really around the younger you know, the, the crowds where I've heard some of these. Um, but it's, it's that effect now. It's, it's that the written word was suppo- supposedly supposed to imitate the spoken word. And here yeah. we're seeing it in reverse. Yeah. Because I know when I sent out a text message, I spell everything out. It's just the way I am. Yeah. That's why I don't like those because I'm, you know, I'm a really fast typist. I learned on an old manual typewriter mm-hmm. with the bar, <laughs> you know, and, yeah, and I was school. 90 words a minute on one of those. So I w- moved over to an electric typewriter yeah. and then the keyboard, but I'm on that phone and it's pop, 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 pop. Talk to you later. T-A-L-K <laughs> space. Right. I'm not we can also talk to how uh, autocorrect is is ruining oh, spelling yes, and, and yes. grammar. Well, yeah, and and, and uh, word prediction. You know, I yeah. mean, it's 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 amazing, but usually wrong. I it's mean, often it's, wrong. Yeah, it's yeah. often wrong. Yes, very. Um, and well, another thing that that I think, uh, in answer to your question, John, no, I don't think it's a specific generation. I think there are certain words uh, that have spanned time. Dude, cool. Things yeah. of that nature. That it made it across. I mean, they were using dude and cool in the '60s. Oh yeah, you yeah. know, and even before that, and cool, cool is is with the beatniks. And, yeah, and it's funny. But what used to bother my mother was when somebody would refer to her or my her and my father both together mm-hmm. as guys. Um, have you guys decided up, guys? like in the restaurant? Yeah. And she didn't like that because she always thought of a guy as being a man. Right. And right. she goes, I don't, I'm not a guy and mm-hmm. I'm not going to accept that. And it was, it was too informal yeah. for her. And the other yeah. thing that, that I've noticed is that, and this comes from, I, I, I'm going to butcher the, the title of this book. It's the, it's the uh, I think it's called The Big Black Book or The Big Book of Black. And these two black authors wrote this book about the black counterculture and how it how it it both succeeded and failed it it, it was brought about by by individuals like russell simmons and 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 def jam records and everything else and they literally were trying to form a counterculture for themselves for the black community well shit the white kids loved it and not only did they buy the shoes they buy they bought the clothing they bought the albums they bought everything else they bought into the language that was being formed, yeah, and and now we have the, I mean, you know, turn on any episode of Cops, you know, with the guy with his shirt off. Why you have to be arrested with your shirt off? I don't know, but um, and, and you listen to their language, you listen to Judge Judy, or 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 any of the shows, uh, you know, and 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 that's what's happened to it. And I think that was the beginning of it. So no, I think it's 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 generational. I think it's been probably four to five generations where our language has has. It's no longer the language. I mean, I, if you, it is so cemented into our daily culture that that, like using the word like, it was like this, it was like that. The most amazing thing is, or uh, here's the one that I love: go. He goes this way. Yeah, he goes that way. That. And yeah. instead of correcting it, what has the American culture done? They've conjugated it. Yeah. What's the What's the past tense of go meaning to speak? He went. Oh my God! What did you just do? Yeah. Yeah. Well, <laughs> you languages, know. you know, they're a real reflection of the culture and vice versa. 
So, so they, they do change. You know, they said if Shakespeare were alive today, if we were to resurrect him, mm-hmm. he would be illiterate because there are just yeah. so many words. And even yeah. looking at, um, you know, words that get not just uh, vernacular words, but, but new verbs, words mm-hmm. like, like to Google. Yeah. And that's, I mean, how else do you say, I'm going to look it up on the internet? Well, that's what an old person says. I say, I'm going to Google yeah. it. Mm-hmm. And that becomes, an, that becomes a verb. Mm-hmm. And there hasn't been an irregular verb introduced in the language a couple hundred years. Everything that comes into it now is going to be regularized. So, you know, you, you, I Googled it. I didn't giggle it. Yeah. Right? For, for, me, <laughs> for me, it annoys me because, like, sometimes folks, the way they, they talk on text is how they talk in real life. And it's yeah. like, man, that you, you're really, you know, carry yourself that shorthanded. Yeah. Like, what happens is carrying a normal conversation or using... Well, it was interesting. They just came out. It was it was reported in the news yesterday. Mm-hmm. Of, of, they they now showed with, with with small kids. Now these are toddlers. Okay. That playing twenty minutes a day on a tablet or a phone or something like that um, will there is a risk then of a delay in 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 speech oh, production. Oh yes, yes, I've seen I've seen that. I just yes. saw that you say too. There, yes. it say might hinder them. That's right. And we find that really with kids, even jo- going into school. Um, of course, the group that I tend to deal with my specialties with the ELLs, known as English language learners. Yeah. These are kids that when they start school, English is not their first language. But I think when they're starting school, they're in kindergarten, they're in preschool, even first grade, all kids are English language learners because they may have acquired the spoken discourse, but they don't know how to read. And there's a special lang- there is a special language, really, that they have to learn of school, mm-hmm. uh, which is different. And no kid's going to know that until he enters it. So he may yeah. have an advantage, yeah. but there are kids even within that that come from language-deprived backgrounds. The parents are not particularly articulate, or they don't talk. They sit there and watch TV all the time. They don't talk much to the kids. They say, get out of here, or whatever. Mm-hmm. So the kid starts school, and even though they're a native speaker, um, their, their language skills are poor. For me, for me, uh, I totally can relate to that subject because me being a bilingual person, I feel pretty fortunate that I was able to learn Thai first as a little kid. Yeah. And then um, before I was able to to enroll in school, I had to learn English. So the best way for me to learn English as a child was, uh, it's going to sound funny, but my dad would wake me up at six in the morning and I'd watch uh, Bugs Bunny, Woody Woodpecker, Tom and Jerry. Like I would watch the American cartoons and then watch Sesame Street and learn my English. And that's how I developed my skills. And then I slowly learned more in class. And then um, I think by the age of four or five, I was able to uh, dual translate in like a heartbeat. Every time, because um, my parents take me to the little conference for class. Mm. And I would have to explain to teachers I have to translate because my parents don't speak English too well because they only speak Thai. So as a little kid, you know, my teacher's in shock because I'm translating right off the bat like it's yeah. nothing, you know, yeah. uh, from English to Thai, Thai to English. And I've been doing it for so long now to where it's just second nature to me now, you know, being able to translate in a heartbeat. Yeah. And what they found also with, with bilingual kids is that um, when they first start school and they're first learning to read, they, they trail the monolingual mm-hmm. up to about second or third grade. Uh, and then they, 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 they catch up and then, and then they pass them up in terms of reading ability. Mm-hmm. So, and I always looked at it is that, and it's this whole thing of being sped up. Why are you so concerned about where your child is? Mm-hmm. In second grade, compared to other kids in his class, if he's a little bit behind, if he's learning two languages, because it's not how you start that race, mm-hmm. if you want to think of it in that in that term, it's yeah. how you finish it. Yeah. And they're going to be ahead. Just give it a little time. Yep. You know, just give we're, it a little we're time. All, we, we all pretend we're that busy, but we're not. <laughs> well, an, another, and, and, and you know, moving on from that subject. Thanks, guys. That was great. Um, uh, another thing that drives me nuts, and I think, it, again, it's, it's, it's under... 
the 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 guise of speed, you know. It's I still hold doors for people, male or female, it doesn't matter. Hold the door, but see the process is, I hold the door, and if it's a man specifically, the man begins to walk through, takes the door from me, and says thanks, and and you know yeah. a nod. I'll take a nod, you know, and a woman. You know, she she can do, you know, the, the, she doesn't have to take the door, but she can motion like she's going to take the door and a thank you. I don't get that anymore. And, do you at least get a curtsy from the woman? I get nothing. No curtsy I get at all? nothing. In fact, it got so bad one time when I was a little bit younger that uh, I was told by clearly a woman who espoused women's liberation too late. Um, she, she said, I can get that door myself. And so I let it hit her in the face. I was like, yeah, you can there you go. <laughs> um, appar- or apparently you can't because now you're, you know, you're, you have a bruise in your head. But, um, but yeah, take the door. I don't understand guys anymore. You know, courtesy is not completely dead. Chivalry is dead. <laughs> but courtesy isn't dead. And take the door when somebody opens the door. But, or, but, I mean, I, and I, you feel like such a fool when you open the door and this guy just walks right in yeah, and yeah. starts to order. Or, um, or they you hold the door and they just walk straight in looking at their phone like they're still texting or playing exactly. Candy Crush. You're like, yeah. dude, Candy come on, bro. Come on, <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah, there, there, there are certain you know features of etiquette yeah. that should get passed down that seems to have been lost. I mean, that was when I had mentioned in, in that email last week to you about the hat, mm-hmm. taking the hat off indoors because yeah. there was a picture of you know, Ted Nugent at the White House. And I thought... He's got his cowboy hat on. I said, right. I don't care if it's that White House or a whorehouse. Yeah. You're indoors. You take your Hats hat off. off. Take your yeah. hat off. I don't know. Now, the, the last one is more for me, um, uh, you know, and, and there's a lot of people that know this about me, but, but I cannot stand whistling to the point so bad that to the point that if I'm at, at, a, at a grocery store, a Walmart or whatever, God forbid it's a Walmart because it's too big, and I hear this whistling, this insipid screeching whistling i have to go find it i have to identify who's doing it or i can't i can't my, my day i i can't progress to, through my day i have to go find this idiot and 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 i, I don't understand do you does whistling bother you you know i don't get out enough i guess i, I don't hear enough of it but yeah i mean if i hear somebody you know and and sometimes you know it's the it's an older gentleman you know of a, of a past generation uh, of the of the greatest generation that's whistling and is quite good at it but he's just whistling you know he he may just try, be trying to keep but, it together but I learned from the Andy Griffith you know. show that whistling's allowed I thought whistling was okay Andy Griffith taught me whistling's no. just fine no there's no there's no social scenario where whistling is 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 a is necessary or acceptable. It's a it's a whistling? call sign. Isn't there like a call sign? You know, you go out with your friends and you, you know, whistle when there's a hot chick. You just whistle. Yeah, n- the no, wolf whistle. The women don't yeah. want that. <laughs> you know, yeah. I've Andy, heard guys wolf whistling. You know, <laughs> Andy Griffith and and that Disney uh, the Song of the South. Yeah. You know where the little bluebirds are are whistling. Are whistling. Yeah. But, Good but times. no, stop, stop whistling. You're, you're, and you're, you're, you sound foolish. So if I whistle, I'll get fired. Is that what's going on? Yes. Dang. No. Well, yeah, among other things. Same. Okay. Yeah. Because C- I already like lost, so that's already you know <laughs> I'm already fired halfway. <laughs> uh, looks like our co-host disappeared. Uh, Swan making okay. make a mark. Adam disappeared. And that's no no problem. He'll, he'll be all right. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Is he still breathing? Uh, sure. I don't, sure yeah. on, I don't hear anything on the mic. 
Um, <laughs> all right. Well, th- thanks for putting up with us on the gear grinders. That, that, that was great. But um, uh, uh, gaming. I know, John. You're not a big. Uh, you're not big the in la- any gaming. La- the last game that I played with any relish not was gambling, Doom. gaming. Yeah. Uh, gamer. Yeah. It w- w- was uh, was Doom. Doom. Yeah, I liked Doom. I mean, nice. you, you you mentioned last last week about you get into PC a game. or console Doom. It was on a it was on a computer, so okay. yeah, it was a console, and yeah. and I thought, yeah, I mean, I don't need a backstory, just give me the machine yeah. gun, show me how to use it. Let me jump into the action and let me get in. I had the first PlayStation game, PlayStation One, okay, and I had Die Hard, and it was just like, can you free the hostages? Fuck them. Everybody's going down, man. <laughs> I'm just getting off this. Yeah. Shoot the Take hostage. no prisoners, right? Well, now, now <laughs> it's a game, so, right? so that being said, mobile games are, are, are lost Too on you. Too small for me. Too yes. small. Yeah, I agree. Well, if you're ever interested, I just want to let you know that last year they released a newer version of Doom by the same folks of ID. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, the graphic is 10 times better wow. and way bloodier. Wow. And God mode is amazing because you'll play Deathmatch yeah. and uh, you collect the orb you become uh, God mode for like five seconds, but it's the best five seconds of your life because you're running through other people, the blood splattering on you, and you're still shooting. Oh, cool. It is, it's amazing. You'll, you'll love it. You'll love it. And Prince of Persia. I played Prince that Pro, when Broderbund yes. was the... Okay. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Oh, yeah. um, well, the, uh, mobile gaming, you know, we've had those discussions uh, um, ad nauseum here, but um, uh, there's a new one coming out, which is, um, fly, I guess, flies directly in the face of your of what what is right about a game. Sunless Sea. I, I found this interesting. I, I just happened to look into it. Uh, it is um, the the progression of your character going from a, a deckhand, basically on a on a sh- on a ship liner, all the way to captain, and how you got there, and dealing with everything else, um, uh, rough seas, and and uh, and uh, problems with the ship, and and social interactions, and yep. everything else. I saw the uh, the video on the PC version. It looks uh-huh. amazing. It sounds great. The mm-hmm. The music's good. Uh, the one vibe I really got, it was very strong steampunk slash Lovecraft because okay. all the monsters are fighting. Sure. It, it has that magic. And uh, I like how in the game you have to light the buoys to keep the sanity of your crew because if you go, if you play the game too dark for too long, your crew goes insane and it'll start to uh, mutiny against you. Now, see, this, this carries no interest to you, right? See, I'd rather read something like that, because yes. I read Lovecraft, and, yeah. and, and the same with, like, like A Song of Ice and Fire, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. Game of I like watching the series, it's really good, but I like reading the books more, so I kind of do them at the same time. Gotcha. Well, um, they can, well then they can evolve so much more but on the written page. Yeah, yeah. there's more characters, but yeah. still, they do a really nice job, I think. With yeah. the, with so, the Sunless Sea looks really interesting, but uh, I kind of agree with John. I, I don't know if I'm interested in, in being part of the storyline, but, oh, board games. This is, you'll find interesting. John yes. Carpenter, you uh, yes, we both, the we, thing. We, yes. Oh, the thing. so excited. So. Um, uh, uh, you know, uh, back in the day, it was a Carpenter film, John Carpenter film, uh, who did his own music. I thought that, I always thought that was cool. Yeah, yeah. Um, and, he was um, married to Adrian Barbeau, I think. He, he I, I think at some point, yes, he was. And then uh, don't forget, good old uh, Snakes in it too, Kurt Russell. Yeah, Kurt yes, Russell right? stars in it, Wilfred Bl- Brimley, uh, and um, oh gosh, um I can't remember the other gentleman's name. Oh, from the thing, the original, the, yeah, uh, the John Carpenter's the, the thing. The black guy. Yeah, he played Nalls. That yes, was the character's yes. name. Keith David. Okay. Keith David. Ha. 
Got it. Um, and, Ten points. Um, uh, stuck in a stuck in it's it sort of one of the first ones that had the stuck in an area. In this case, it's a polar ice cap area. Uh, and uh, the research facility's gone wrong. Yeah, and they yeah. have it's an alien force they're dealing with. Uh, and uh, John Carpenter was, I think, oh, very much ahead of his time. Yeah. Oh, definitely. Yeah. You know that was a remake. You know who was the original thing? No, but was it James Arness? Was it? Yes, really? Gunsmoke, dude. Gun yeah, he smoke, played. Yeah. Oh, he really? Played, yeah, the original one. It was a black, uh, it was a black thing from another planet. Was I think it was called. It's Black and White. Black Howard and Hawks, Hawks, I think, directed. Oh, I've got okay. it all. Yeah. Well, I haven't seen that. I only seen yeah. the John Carpenter one, and yeah. I was smitten with that as a yes. little kid. Yes, <laughs> watching it. Oh yeah. Because you know, um, my mom said no right off the bat. Yeah. And my dad's like, okay, well, wait for mom to go to bed. I'm gonna wake you up. Yeah. We're gonna watch this right. on yeah. a school night. There you go. So my dad woke me up at ten o'clock at night, and we're watching this. And I'm just enthralled in this movie. Like, I'm just dedicated. My eyes couldn't go away from the screen. Yeah. Uh, watching everything being mutated. Everyone's yeah. cussing at each other, trying to figure yeah. out who's who the alien is. is. Yes. Oh, man. Yeah, I'm on my toes. Well, yeah. apparently yeah. in October, I, I think I'm reading it correctly. Yes, yes, um, October. They're releasing a board game of the thing. Exclusively uh, through uh, Mondo T only for Mondo. now. Yeah. And uh, it uh, has the same... Uh, you're... You're the characters within the film, yep. and trying to figure out, and and uh, I, I guess they're they're using the 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 board game technologies now that they have that that you're you could play it over and over again and still enjoy it because again you're guessing who the who the alien yeah. force is, uh, but I just thought that was great. I thought especially because you were coming on, uh, you know, John Carpenter's the thing on a board game. Now, lastly, in the gaming area, um, I was gonna say one more thing about. Oh yeah, go ahead. Sorry, uh, for the thing too, uh, the way the game is set up. Uh, the way they explain it so far is it starts off as a friendly co-op because you're working as a team. But as you can tell, things go out of hand and go awry quickly. And you're now you're trying to just eliminate each other. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. No, I'm looking forward to it. It's great. I love board games. I I think they're great. Um, Sony PlayStation. Now, what do you have now, John? What does your boy have? Xbox? The three? Maybe is, is there PS3. is there a three PS3? Well, PS4 is out of uh, yeah. You know, it's yeah. been out for a while. He hasn't played it, but they they've put out or going to put out. Is it out, Sam? It's already been out for a while now. PS4 PS4 Pro Pro, um, and they're still having the compatibility issues. Uh, and what I mean is the backwards compatibility with the games. Now they said that the Pro was going to be able to translate uh, all games four and three, not two, obviously. But uh, and they're still having that problem. And yeah, and there's only uh, two games that work right now. Yeah. Uh, the two games are, are compatible that can handle the processing is mm-hmm. uh, Tomb Raider and mm-hmm. Shadows of Mordor. Okay. And then another situation is anyone that has 4K Blu-ray, yeah. there's not backward compat- compatibility on the PS4 Pro. Mm-hmm. However, the PS4 Pro will recognize your 4K monitor and help progress the game scale up. But the problem is when some of the games they played like uh, Deuces X, like they scaled up. Mm-hmm. And it lagged a lot more because of the right. scaling process. So they can't find that magical middle ground quite yet. Well, the upscaling, I think, is just crap. Uh, you know, honestly, you know, when you go from 1080 to 4K, um, that that there is a clear difference. You can tell if you have the, the appropriate television yeah. or monitor, there is a clear exactly. difference between the two. Now, 1080 and 720, I'll tell you, if you have a good 720 uh, clean um, uh, whatever you're watching, um, it's very oftentimes difficult. You'd have to be a, an industry member to see the difference. But uh, um, I don't know. I, 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 um, so you're saying I can't get my 4K fix of uh, Michael Bay? 
because Adam would love to watch, you know, all his Michael Bay movies. Don't get John started on the Michael Bay thing. We don't have that. Much Anybody time. deserved a kick in the balls more than I, I don't know. Wait, what but is. he can't kick Adam while he's down because Adam's already down. Remember, Michael yeah. Bay and whoever invented the, the selfie stick. Fuck oh, that guy, man. He needs a kick in the balls, too. Are they the same people? I, they I'm, might be. They, they might be related. Say, you know, I think if you look guy. at them. Sorry, sorry for the sore subject, guys. I'm yeah, so sorry. Okay. I didn't mean to do that. <laughs> well, uh, uh, quickly moving on away from Michael okay, Bay. Okay. I'll, I'll, I'll segue into movies and TVs. Who's yeah. excited? <laughs> so uh, so we've already talked about it. Uh, you know, uh, Guardians of the Galaxy 2. It's out. Yes. I hear that... Uh, well, I, I, I thought I saw Mr. Hoover post that he see, saw it. Is yes, we uh, okay. took him to go watch the movie. It was really great. Okay, did you take him in, in uh, this condition? Uh, nope. Okay. Uh, I guess I'll be doing this review solo. Um, That's fine. My, my sidekick's gone. But uh, uh, should I do spoilers or non-spoilers? What do you think, Jamie? Well, no, just what, what, was it good? Because honestly, it's gotten terrible reviews. Yeah, you know, my, my girlfriend saw it. In the, it's already been in the Philippines a couple of weeks. Yeah. And she just said, well, it was okay, which I take yeah. to mean she didn't probably really like it very yeah, much. Yeah, I mean, so. it's it's uh, it's Rotten Tomatoes, Metascore, all the stuff that we've yeah. talked about that, about I, how we yeah. feel about it, yeah. um, are in the 60s and 50s, which... which um, well, actually, it's 81% right now on Rotten Tomatoes. Mm. Yeah. Oh, well, the uh, IMDb's meta is now 55, so... Not well, good. I'll, I'll tell MDB where they can go, but, yeah. uh, you know, on a different show. But, and uh, it, and uh, the, it, the consensus was, as far as the, the negative scores, um, it, it just, it was self-serving. It, it, it wasn't as funny as it should have been. It was trying too hard to be funny and trying too hard to bridge the gap between all the storylines. And, of course, people thought the five... Um, Post credit scene. Post credit scene. Oh, that sounds like a TV show. Right? Yeah. Isn't that a TV show where you have you know have commercials and you got a little yeah. bit of a show and commercial? Yeah, that's. But you, ridiculous. but you feel differently. Uh, definitely, strongly different. Uh, I like to say first off, IGN got it wrong. The transition was good. Uh, for me personally, the film, I give it five out of five. I'm gonna stand behind it. Uh, anyone wants to come at me, can come at me. It's fine. But the storyline was great. Uh, it was great writing by Gunn. The transition was good. Mm -hmm. The plot was great. And the soundtrack was good, too. Like, in the main storyline itself, the characters split apart. So people were complaining about the characters split apart, which I understand. But then again, you need to understand that he's trying to tell you a story about the individuality. So even though the team split apart midway through the movie, we're mm -hmm. able to see more of the background of each character compared to the first film. Okay. So... For me, it's it's a winner because it had you laughing the whole time. The opening sequence was funny, and the five post credit scene stuck in its own world. Like, uh, but so explain it was, uh, Guns stayed in his lane. He didn't try to uh, touch Thor or touch Avengers or anything else. He just stayed in the Guardians Galaxy realm. Mm -hmm. uh, the Stanley cameo was amazing, and it was just all encompassing fun film. Like. There's no way to explain it, but I still give it a five out of five. I know people say there's room for improvement, yeah, but you gotta see it for yourself. Just it was a great story, great dialogue, and just the chemistry between the characters mm -hmm. and all the smack talking. It, it's hilarious. You find yourself laughing quite a bit throughout the movie. Well, that's good. I you know I lean probably towards your review, Sam. I you know I think the expectations of Marvel now are so high that you know I I, I think I think people are are expecting too much of each film. Plus, it's, it's been a long time. Uh, between these two films, between uh, oh, yeah. Guardians One and Two, now now I have a question for John. We've talked about this before. Uh, you you have streaming uh, yes uh, subscription 
Yeah, uh, so I have Netflix and Amazon yeah. Prime. Now, do you have you do you? I know you and I both enjoy documentaries, but do yeah. you go into the Marvel series? Do you, do you have you seen uh, Iron Fist and and? Um, I watched Daredevil. Daredevil. Have you now? Been watching? I have a question. Uh, yes. When you talk about binging, yes, uh, I'm curious what what constitutes binging because. Is it like how many episodes you have to watch before you? I'm I'm watching this show and now I'm binging yeah. it. Is it you have to watch everything? You have to watch like five in a row. I oh. think anything over three counts binging. Okay, because you took you took more than three hours of your time yeah. to well, yeah. think, the show. I, more to the point, I think it's chronological. I think if you have watched the shows, if you uh, if you watch fifty percent of the shows in a single day, uh, that's absolutely binging. Yes. Uh, I've also heard it defined as if you watch it within or under the the number of days that you watch it are are under the number of episodes. Like if you're a 13 episode season, and you watch it in less than two if weeks. If you watch like it in 12 days, days, then you've been. Oh, uh, in that case, I'm horrible then because uh -huh. uh, for Luke Cage, uh -huh. I got I not got the whole season in a day and a half. Sorry, wow. guys. Because. I watch I watch the first two seasons right. of Daredevil. Okay. But again, you know, I'm an old Marvel guy from the mm -hmm. from my days as a kid. Mm -hmm, what, me too. So yeah. I like the old ones. I don't know some of the newer ones. I did see the Deadpool movie. I thought it was hilarious. You did. I liked okay, it. Good. I, I thought good. it was different. I'm glad. But yeah, I, I thought that was really funny. I, I just like the um, the postmodernism to it. You, know, uh, you look at the screen. He made fun of himself. Breaking the fourth wall. Yes. yes. And then even you know, uh, so so I thought that that was that good. was pretty good. Now you know that well. Uh, one of the things Sam has uh, as a note here, uh, the Defenders is coming up, which what they're starting to do now with Netflix and Marvel. Uh, is there they introduce character for character for character and then they group them up into uh, in this case the defenders which yes. will be Iron Fist, Daredevil, um, Jessica Jones. Well, yep. who's the fourth one? It's uh, Luke Cage. Luke Cage. Yes. Now, uh, are, is that interesting enough for you to see it, watch it, binge you know, or otherwise? I, I'm I might now when I watch a show I don't care how good it is I mm -hmm. watch one a day. Okay. I may have watched, now lately I've been watching Bosch because I like the books. Okay. So I'll watch that and I'll go, oh, what's going to happen next? I'll find out tomorrow. There you go. Because I watch it an hour at a time and that's it way there. It stretches it out. That's good. You that's know? good to enjoy. And, and I know somebody who said that, you know, I watch Stranger Things. Mm -hmm. uh, I binged it. I said, oh, you pig. You just wanted to know what happened to the fat chick. <laughs> I'm go. willing to wait. Now, jumping past Defenders, yes. speaking of books, um, I'm assuming you've read King. Uh, some of Stephen King. Oh, I read a lot of Stephen King, yeah. yes. Uh, Dark Tower just released their trailer. Uh, um, now, they're talking a three-picture deal. Oh, that's good, because I, I was I, concerned that there wasn't well, enough... Well, there's like seven yeah. books. Or yeah. You can't fit everything into yeah, one movie. A it's one, it's yeah, one yeah, series of his I didn't read, yeah. but I know that The Stand, which is mm -hmm. only one novel, but it's a long one. That's a big and one. And they've done TV, you know, it just... No, 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 something like that deserves... It needs the, time. It needs it's, time to it's the same with you know Game yeah. of Thrones. They've gone yeah. through six seasons. Mm -hmm. um, if you read the books, you realize that the first season, ten episodes, ten mm -hmm. hours or thereabouts, covers the events of one book. Okay. Yeah. So it's like, can you can you imagine squeezing that into two hours exactly. or two and a half? No, it's just you yeah. just throw out too much, and then mm -hmm. it becomes you know you lose the continuity of it. You wonder mm -hmm. why it just becomes really shallow. So you really have to because I heard that too. They said they're doing the Dark Tower. A, said, lot, a lot of folks told me Dark Tower is a great series to read. I'm actually going to borrow it from Adam so I can read it. Yeah. But from just a regular Joe seeing the trailer itself from the beginning. I already think it looks amazing. Like, well, yeah. good and cast I heard they're going to so do that far. with it also, that they're breaking it up. Yes. Oh, because really? Because it's such nice. a long novel.
novel. It's oh, like it's a thousand a pages. Novel. Yeah, I was, said, you know, I was yeah. afraid they're just gonna rush it onto one well, film. Man. You know, in Dark Tower, they they got you know they Idris Elba, um, Matthew McConaughey. Yes, that's great. Uh, they cast. got some heavyweights. You yes, know? so I think it's gonna be great. But yeah, I was worried they were gonna jam it all into one film, but but uh, they're, they're not. Uh, you can tell. Yeah, that they're oh, not. Oh, yeah. You gotta give these movies. Uh, some time to breathe That's you know right. you gotta let them yeah. stretch out a little bit and let things develop well, and they need two years between films because it takes so damn long to do them um, <laughs> you know and, and McConaughey and, and Elba they're they're very busy guys oh yeah they're, they're, they're actually stacked. I would approve them for shortening their their, their sentences <laughs> they are that busy. Yeah. It's gonna be a shorthand movie. They're just gonna text each other their their dialogue. That's right. That's right. So American Gods, uh, Sam, you wanted to mention? Yes, that? I want to mention American Gods. It's That's based, Ian McShane, right? It's based on Neil Gaiman. Yeah, yeah Neil Ian McShane's in it. He's Mr. Writer. Wednesday. Okay. It's uh, based on a book by Neil Gaiman. It's about uh, a guy named Shadow Moon who's got a prison, and he's thrown into this world of uh, the gods, but okay. in the modern American culture day. And um, it's written by Brian Fuller, the gentleman that did Dead Like Me. Uh, yeah, also, I, I enjoyed that series. <laughs> it's very fun. He did Dead Like yeah. Me, Pushing Daisies, and also Hannibal, the TV show series. Mm. And, oh, you never seen it? No, no, no I didn't watch oh, that. I didn't, uh, it didn't appeal to me at the time. It, it's crazy good just for the cinematography itself and the okay. way he did the transitions for every episode and the music itself. Now, how, wh where is this being released? Uh, is it on? It's on Stars. Stars. All yes. Right. So it's available if anyone has the Stars app or Stars in Demand. It's available for you to watch. Okay. Um, my biggest highlight is the first episode. You get to learn a lot about the characters. Mm -hmm. It's a slow. It's a slow pop plot at first, but just the visual effects and the way it's filmed and shot, mm -hmm. and the last five seconds is totally worth the show. Like it's it's mind blowing that it's visually appealing because just like Hannibal itself. And like Pushing Daisy, there's a lot of pop in his uh, filming. Um, is, is American Gods the name of the book? Or yeah, yes. the name of the book. Yes, okay. yes, yes. yes. Uh, well, great. I, I, I wasn't aware. I, I, I knew it because of the marketing. I just didn't wasn't aware of what it was about. Now, uh, the last notation of their movies here, uh, I, I love this. <laughs> Stanley, uh, the creator, Marvel's creator, um, is in every film. Yeah. Yes. And and uh, the this is not a spoiler by any means. Uh, no. What, no. What's his name? Feig. Um, Kevin, Kevin Feige. Yep. Yeah, Feige. Uh, he he had an interview and he said why, uh, <laughs> and and he's actually what they've done is made Stan Lee a a character, um, part of the Watchers. Yeah. And he's ultimately going to have well they need to hurry because <laughs> Stan's not getting any younger. Um, but he's ultimately going to be a part of the Marvel universe, the, uh, a large part of it. He's in the films because he's he's part of the Watchers. He in the the technical name of it was um, on Guardians Two. His mm -hmm. his credit in the film itself mm -hmm. is Watcher Informant. Informant. Yes. Okay. Yes. Okay. But uh, it all ties in. Basically, Kevin Feige just wanted to. Make it funny, you know, Stanley breaking the fourth wall because Stanley is a character named Stanley <laughs> right. throughout the universe itself. Right. I just love to see it because he gets to see uh, his creation finally come to life. We yes. have the technology, yeah. and and the old guy he's now we can see, build him. Yeah, he doesn't have to die without it being realized. I think that's so cool. Plus, he's a funny dude. Oh yeah, um, you know. They give him the good one-liners, like all his zingers. It's really great. Yeah. Like uh, like you said, it was amazing seeing him in Deadpool as a DJ at the strip club. 
I couldn't yeah, stop laughing. Did you see that? Yes, part? Right. That was fantastic. Right. That was fantastic. Well, thanks, Sam. Those were those were great subjects. My, my pleasure. I love um, movies and TV. Yeah, I know you do. <laughs> um, it, it's it. Well, John, Area Fifty Two. I got a couple of good ones. Okay. Um, we're, John and I uh, have been here. How long have you been here? This time. I've been here six years. I was here. I've been here uh, overall. I think nine, ten years. Nine, ten years. Wow. Mm. Okay, long time. Um, and we always uh, find uh, interesting information about Las Vegas and Nevada in general. Thirty-eight um, percent of all Americans, Americans now, not globally, thirty-eight percent of all Americans have been to Vegas in their lifetime. Interesting. I find that to be very interesting. Yeah. Thirty-eight percent is high. Yeah, and because a town, unlike a lot of other cities, mm-hmm. that you go there once, okay, I've seen it. Mm-hmm. Um, it changes a lot, oh, yeah. and it changes all the time. Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. And Las Vegas, by the way, uh, means the meadows. Yep. Um, became a city in 1905, and it was all of a hundred acres. That's it. Yeah. I mean, it, the population here was only like thirty thousand up in even yeah. in the 80s. Or and so. in 1905, beginning right then, gambling was illegal, and then that was repealed in 1910. Thank God, right? Uh, but yeah, Las Vegas, a city in, in a, a hundred acres. Dang. It was amazing. And um, back in the day, we had, uh, we called it El Camode, but it's uh, El Cortez. Yeah, the it's El still Rancho. there. Yeah. yeah, I mean, it was, um, there's a problem with the movie Bugsy uh, with um, Warren Beatty. Warren Beatty. Yeah. Is that there's a scene where he's, he's, he's sit, standing there in the road and triumphantly looking at, you know, down where the flamingo's going to be. And be. actually the El Rancho would have been... <laughs> right there yeah. on the horizon. Um, you know, some air is here and there, but it makes it for a great film. And uh, and uh, lastly, Nevada is second, is the second largest gold producer in the world. Even though it's a silver state. Yes. Yes. That that actually was kind of amazing to me. I uh, did not know South that. South Africa is number yeah, one. Yeah. Um, but uh, second largest gold producer in the world still. That's amazing. And, um, and third in borax, by the way, if anybody cares. Um, but uh, lots of mining still going on uh, here in Las Vegas. But, um, John, thanks for stopping by. I really appreciate it. Thank uh, you. It's always fun to be here. Absolutely. And, and John, like we said, we're gonna, we're, we'll, we'll have you back after Slayer if you make it out. Yep. Uh, the next show that I will see uh, will be in July. It's going to be Ramstein and Corn oh, and Stone Sour. That's awesome. Yeah. Man, oh, what's, what's the venue at? It's going to be T-Mobile. T-Mobile? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Were the tickets a little pricey, or were they fair, fair rate? I think they were fair rate. They're fair, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. yeah. So, because I'm still on the fence about purchasing tickets, I see, I seen the prices. It seemed yeah. pretty fair. Yeah. Just I don't know the parking situation out there. I heard it's a yeah, nightmare. I, I have not. I haven't gone out there, but I thought, well, you know, it's not bad. I could I find mean, some other. I don't yeah. mind walking. I mean, you go to the the MGM Grand. Where I went there for the Game of Thrones. They had yeah. A, okay. Yeah. And it's a, you you park, and it's like okay, now I got to get out of here. And the venue is like a down. This was in the MGM's parking lot, mm-hmm. and and I said I'll just take the stairs because I'm right parked next to the stairs. I go all the way down. I can't get out. I got to go back up. Right. Take the elevator. Right. Go down. Oh, you got to over here and turn here. Go up the stairs now. Cross the street, and it's just like, you know, I probably could have parked far away and right. just as far away and gotten out the parking lot or you know yeah. easier when the time comes to get out. Well, John, we'll have to have you back for all those concerts. I mean, uh, uh, for such an elderly man, you're, you're the heavy metal is. In your blood, man. It is. It's a lot of iron in the blood. So, <laughs> well, um, forge, 
forged iron. Next, it's forged. <laughs> next week. Valerian steel. Valerian steel. There nice. Well next week, uh, Sam and, well, at, if, if Adam uh, is, isn't dead. Survives. Survives. Uh, his, his party, his, his, his 32-year-old uh, uh, a drinking problem D- here. Damn millennials nowadays. That's right. That's right. Um, they are going to level up. Uh, next weekend, and uh, they're going to do some field reporting and mm. and uh, get some interviews from uh, hopefully the people there. And uh, it's a gaming convention, cosplay gaming, gamers gaming, um, and get us all the new and it has uh, a little bit of everything you need. Yeah. And where's it at? Uh, Cashman Center. Cashman Center. Oh, okay. Yes. Yeah. So Sam and Adam are going to rip through there and see what's going on and bring and that just report a, back. Just a heads up to our listeners: if anyone lives in Vegas and want to attend. Uh, level up. The tickets are actually on sale at Groupon, too. Mm. Oh, great. They have uh, good multi-day pass deals. Not too bad. Uh, I think it's about 50 bucks for two days. Fantastic. It's not bad at all. Are you going to be in costume, Sam? Uh, probably not. With the gear I'm carrying, uh, yeah. I, I got to see how it's set up first. There you go. Uh, so Sam and Adam uh, are going to be there, and uh, which means, folks, that if you're a regular listener and downloader of uh, the Pod Bay Door, might be uh, delayed. Uh, it depends on uh, how we can get this produced for you. But uh, um, uh, look for instead of Tuesday, you're going to look for Wednesday or Thursday uh, for the next episode. Uh, but it'll include uh, everything Sam and Adam do at Level Up, and then all of our standard segments and um, and. Uh, uh, I think we'll uh, have a great conversation about Level Up and what's going on in there. So if you're if you're the gamer, get in there on uh, either next Wednesday or Thursday. Hey, thanks to everybody for listening and watching and downloading. Uh, you can catch the Pod Bay Door on the Podbean app or any of your favorite podcast apps, including iTunes, Google Play, TuneIn, and Stitcher Radio. You can watch our show on our YouTube channel at the Pod Bay Door Podcast. Please hit those like, download, and subscribe buttons. We do appreciate it so much. Our social connectivity screen is coming up. Check in with us on Facebook, Twitter, and WordPress. The pod bay door is closed, and talent is out. Good teamwork. Good teamwork. Hey, everybody. Yeah. Thank you very much for tuning into the show. Yeah. We would love Thanks to hear your show suggestions oh, yeah. and comments. If you're watching on our YouTube channel, please click to subscribe. You can also connect with us on Facebook using at PBD Podcast, on Twitter using at TPBD Podcast, and on WordPress at thepodbaydoor.wordpress.com.